What's up, dudes? It's not the vigorous Q&A. It's my 40th, well, 40th birthday. That's right. 14,610 days alive. Can you believe that? <laughs> I can't believe it myself. Uh, it's been a pretty uneventful birthday, I'll say that. Um, usually, me and my wife would do birthday dinner dates on Sunday anyway, because sometimes the birthdays falls on the weekday. But that doesn't mean you get to misbehave during the week. So, um, and since this is like, um, you know, insemination slash conception week, there'll be no cigars and no alcohol until um, we've passed the window of opportunity, I would say. So, yeah, 40 cigars in 40 minutes, exactly. Uh, no cigars this time. So I will save that for Sunday. So basically today was very uneventful. I went to the gym, trained back, killer workouts, Increlex gains, um, dieting, 98 kilos right now, getting pretty lean. So that's good. Uh, and what else? What else is new? Uh, I recorded a video today that will drop next week. The, uh, what is it called? Oh yeah, the Entrepreneurial Deep Dive, part one recorded today and probably part two will be recorded tomorrow so stay tuned that will be dropping soon and today i actually wanted to release a insulin sensitivity video about uh, or insulin sensitivity video for mk677 i might drop it tomorrow but on friday the views are kind of abysmal so probably next week next week will also be the uh, how to stay happy on trembolone yeah yeah 20 minutes of good advice on how to stay happy on trembolone so that will be next week. A couple more podcasts coming up. So plenty of content on the way. Thanks for all the birthday wishes, guys. I highly appreciate it. Man, there's so many of them already. So let's start. Uh, oh, and as, as a, a common rule, please re read it down below. Let's save the PD questions for next Saturday. So if you super chat me for a particular performance enhancing drug question, I'll uh, ask my editor to uh, kind of make a note or my timestamps guy, Alvaro. Oh, he's right here. Uh, Alvaro is uh, right here. Happy birthday, Steve. Hopefully you can get quadruplets right off the bat as a birthday gift. I think my wife is going to explode. Right? Do you guys remember that scene from Alien uh, or Aliens, right? Or, or whatever sequel follows after that. So let's then go there. I'll, I'll be happy with one. So Alvaro, please, if, if you see somebody super chat a PD question, just write it down in the timestamps that you're going to make. And then um, we'll answer that next Saturday. Yeah, I already put it down below here. So... Don't go crazy. Oh, and here's already a super chat. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy bejeebus. Where is it? 50 bucks from Ron Burgundy. You are the man. Happy birthday, brother. It's my 40th as well. So your birthday is on the September 28th. That's right. That's the best birthday of the year, bro. Congratulations. Happy birthday, bro. Uh, I, I can't super chat you back, but <laughs> I highly appreciate it nonetheless. All right. So let's just keep it light today. Let's keep it easy. Another super chat from Truth Avails. Happy birthday, vigorous Steve. Much appreciated. So uh, let's just go through the chat and answer some silly questions. So you can ask me about life. It's um, yeah, it's been a long it's been a long time. I can't believe I'm pretty much halfway there, or at least halfway through quality of life. Then after 80 years old, uh, apparently it starts to deteriorate. Now let's see, the day drinker, <laughs> day drinker, Jesus Christ. Hey, I got you beat by 365 days. So it's your birthday also, the day drinker. Happy birthday, dudes, uh, likewise. So yeah, 365 days and a quarter. You can't uh, leave out that February 29th that comes around every, uh, what is it, every four years? 
minus minus once every every two thousand years or something where they skip uh, February twenty ninth. All right, a lot of birthday wishes. How about we all know how you did into fitness and your motivation ups and downs, mistakes and briefs? How about we all know how you did how you did get into fitness? Okay, so my how did I get into fitness? Uh, so I swam when I was younger. I swam from the age three, maybe four, until age no, not three, maybe later. I can't remember. It's been well, 37 years or maybe a little bit longer, 35 years ago. Anyway, I was very young, single-digit single, single digit, uh, numbers on age. I went to uh, swimming, right? You get your ABC diploma, and then you keep going. You have another 21 diplomas after that. So I got all of them until I was like 14 years old. Then I took one year off, and uh, my wife, or not my wife, my mom, <laughs> same shit, right? Um, my mom said I should do something. So she was going to the gym. And so she signed me up for something called Kids Fits, uh, fit, you know, fitness for kids. And uh, it was once a week. And it was her super hot instructor. So I was about 15 years old. And the instructor was 18 years old. So I, when you're that young, it's okay, right? Apparently, uh, the, the female instructor, super hot. And um, she would spot us on bench press, you know, but you get the beautiful view of the under boob. So we would do bench press every week. And then I went to the gym twice a week to get, um, you know, the bench press angle twice a week. So yeah, that's how I got started in the gym. And then I think I got laid six months later. And the, the girl that I got laid with was 17 years old. So not as old as the, as the instructor, but a little bit older than I was. And she really liked my muscularity. So I was sold after that. Yeah. So good times. Yeah, I was a model also, by the way. Everything was downhill after that until I met my wife. But I, yeah, I lost my virginity to a 17-year-old model. Uh, good times. Because I was muscular. So, you know, there's a, a lot of benefits. And uh, regarding the motivation, I mean, it's part of my life, dude. It, it, it doesn't require any motivation. It's like brushing my teeth. So going to the gym is the same as, um, I don't know, eating, brushing my teeth. It's just a life I live. So it, it has nothing to do with motivation or, or finding the inspiration to go. If I'm tired, gym. If I feel stressed, gym. And if I feel uh, sad, gym. If I feel happy, gym. <laughs> gym is the solution to everything, basically. Um, so that's why I keep going and going and going. I went today also. Uh, Richard Bell, did you have hookers and ice cream cake, Steve? No. Um, you know, at one point I wanted to do a cocaine and hooker party, but then I grew up. And then I got married, so that that's off, that's off the menu. Uh, I don't think my wife would agree on the hookers, uh, but maybe the ice cream cake, uh, maybe next Sunday, right? Keep those super jazz going, so I can afford it. <laughs> yeah, no, no hookers, no. Very nice shirt, thank you. This is, I got this off the rack in Japan. Surprisingly, it fit, but for how long? That remains to be seen. Adam, going to Thailand soon. See you at the gym. Yeah, see you at the gym. There you go. <laughs> see you there. All right, here we go. Uh, happy birthday. Favorite mitochondrial support supplement. Can't wait for the entrepreneur stack. Thank you for all of your work. Okay, so uh, Avaro, please make a note. We'll answer this on Saturday on the vigorous Q&A. Don't worry, Eka uh, Grata Occult. We won't forget about your question, but this is a birthday uh, a live stream, not a performance enhancing drug live stream. So... Give it some time, two days, and your question will be answered. Let's see, a lot of happy birthdays. 
All right. Any particular reason you chose Vigorous and not some other name? Um, so funny story. I think I put it in my bio or about on my VigorousSteve.com website. But long story short, um, you know, Steve is not my real name. My real name is Stefan, uh, which is the name that my parents gave uh, gave me. As for my last name, we'll keep that uh, ambiguous. Right? So uh, my family members don't have to uh, suffer the the terrible fate of this YouTube channel talking about performance and nothing drugs. Uh, yeah, unfortunate. So uh, I changed my name from Stefan to Steve when I came to Thailand and nobody could pronounce my fucking name. Yeah, they would call me Satefan, which was just made my ears bleed. So after about a year of that, I just said, you know what, Steve is a little bit easier to pronounce. Plus, Steve was uh, my favorite bodyguard from the Jerry Springer show, right? Steve, Steve. Steve, for the guys that are over 35, I'm sure you guys remember. And then, you know, I, I was going to the gym quite frequently, you know, training the way I do, you know, high intensity, high reps, uh, time under tension, that kind of stuff. So somebody said, man, you train so vigorously. And then I realized you put two and two together, Vigorous Steve. And here we are. Now, the, the Vigorous Steve uh, name doesn't rhyme or sit well with everybody. Of course, there's a lot of wordplay, work jokes on the Vigorous Steve. Um, but it's all good, man. We all need an alias. And uh, I think Vigorous Steve is timeless. I think Derek is not so happy with his more plates, more dates uh, alias because, you know, it's not about the plates and the dates anymore. It's mostly about, um, you know, sharing uh, information that people should have um, in the form of reaction videos. So I think he was thinking about changing it to more plates at one point. But yeah, it's still more plates, more dates. But I think Vigorous Steve is kind of timeless until I'm no longer going to the gym and thus no longer vigorous. But then, uh, you know, we can always go to Vanilla Steve, right? All right. Alvaro JD, I was born on February 29th. Finally, I have one next year. So you're what, like four years? <laughs> no, not four. Five years old, six years old. And you're so smart for a six-year-old, dude. There we go. Iron Grid is part of the team, part of the moderating team. So don't uh, piss off the Iron Grid because he'll uh, put you in timeout indefinitely. Send you on that permanent vacation that they talked about in those uh, old mafia movies. So Steve, got a question. In 40 years of being alive, what has been one of the silly experiences? Oh man, so many. Perhaps getting pissed drunk and ending up in a foreign country or something like that. Yeah, I got pissed drunk and somehow I ended up in Thailand and I'm 40 years old. Um, <laughs> dude, <laughs> I've had so many silly experiences. <laughs> so many, uh, yeah, but many of them do involve recreational drugs. Uh, I crossed the border into Myanmar, but I better not tell that story. Um, twice, one time the way you're not supposed to do it, and one time the way you're supposed to do it, at Tachilek. Um, let's see. I mean, too many, dude. When I was when I was traveling for a year, I've had so many silly experiences. One time I uh, I rented a motorbike in Vietnam. I think it was Da Nang or the Lat area, so it's in the middle of Vietnam. And I would just make my own adventure. So I would go drive around on my motorbike and, uh, you know, whatever happens, happens, right? So I go through all these uh, mountainous roads and side alleys. And at one point, I ended up at this place where there was like a bamboo fence, like sky high, like fuck, 10 meters, super, super high, just a bamboo fence completely. You can't see through it. So I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I guess they heard me coming because, you know, the door opened and some guy came out with an axe. And the exact same thing happened close to the border with Myanmar at, a, at a, what was it, the military station. Also some guy with an axe and dogs. 
they basically uh, in Vietnam he basically walked out and said you know beat it <laughs> so it might have been some sort of uh, opioid or uh, drug plantation in the middle of nowhere or some sort of factory um, yeah that was pretty silly so I turned around and I got the fuck out of there and the same thing happened close to the border of Myanmar when I ended up in some uh, Thai military uh, uh, station or a base next to the border Two dogs uh, first ran to be barking, but usually, you know, if you know how to handle dogs, and especially if the tails are waggling, that's usually not an issue. And then also a guy with an axe, different kind of axe, but also with an axe, you're like, uh, you shouldn't be here. Like, get the fuck, get lost. But luckily at the time, I was able to speak a little bit of Thai. Uh, so he politely, uh, you know, asked me to go. And I told him, so you asked me, what, you, what the hell are you doing here? So I'm just driving around. You know, having fun seeing the rest of Thailand. He's like, this is not the place to be driving around. So anyway, uh, many experience like that. Um, yeah, that's why I'm surprised I'm still alive. <laughs> uh, I got all that shit out of the door before I got married, though. So for the last 10 years, my life has been pretty uneventful, uh, allegedly. But um, even though Japan was pretty rugged. Yeah, Japan was pretty rugged, too. But I'll, I'll spare you the details. All right, let's scroll down a little bit. Here we go. Happy birthday. Uh, does Turk make you as tight as Ekti? Uh, again, well, it's not a drug question, right? So I would say both don't really make you tight. I would say that Turk and Ekti made me hold a little bit of water, but nothing to the extent that steroids would. So, yeah. There goes that. Stefan sounds pretty Dutch, yeah. Yeah, the curse of uh, Dutch nationalities will haunt me forever until I get a, uh, a new passport. But that's so much hassle. All right, Sammy G, is it okay to run? Well, we'll answer this Saturday, Sammy. So Alvaro, take a note, and then uh, we'll answer that over the weekend. Let's see. Peter Petrov. Uh, Bitcoin price predictions. Will we hit 22K by the end of the year or 30K is it in store? Yeah, it's a bit tricky because, I mean, tomorrow we have the max pain, right? The the, the futures, uh, the MC futures are going to expire tomorrow. And I think the max pain price is around 26,000. But just now it pumped up quite high, but it's pumping against resistance. So I'm not sure if it's, I, I'm, I'm all out, by the way. You know, disclaimer, I'm all out of Bitcoin. I made a couple trades in this, you know, sideways movement. But this one I didn't predict because normally I would just get in, you know, with a couple coins in the in the bottom of the range and then cash out right around this point. But it only hit the midway. So I, I felt not confident to put in some money and, and, you know, ride it out. So it keeps bumping against the resistance. You know, it's edging, it's prodding. <laughs> basically not against the cervix though but you know at the, at the entry point so right now i'm i'm you know all out of all coins or most of them maybe i still got some trace trace money in the old coins but i'm mostly all out uh, i'm waiting for lower prices it wouldn't surprise me if we hit 25k again and if that doesn't um if that doesn't hold then anywhere between 22k 23k and a half uh, is very reasonable oh, where's that well I, i'm not gonna mention the i'm not gonna you know fuck up my bandwidth but wherever the previous support was it wouldn't surprise me if it goes all the way down there because you know the first six months of this you know move has already played out and it's very likely based on the previous years that in the pre-having year right or pre-election year depending on how you look at it that it's just going to go down 
so you know you have to you know play all scenarios but i think 22k is more likely in the short term than 30k but again you could be mistaken right if it breaks to the resistance right now and it holds there even though it's the end of the month and even though september is generally speaking a, a low month a negative month if we close positively every time that happens october is absolutely phenomenal so you know let's see what happens and don't be afraid to move your money back in if we break through support hold it there and start october off fresh because then we might go up to 30k or maybe even 48,000. you know who knows who knows that's why bitcoin is so much fun iron grid yeah now you know my frustration <laughs> it's a birthday stream bro let's see uh your thoughts on who will be Mr. Olympia this year? Man, it's a tough one because Hadi Chopin looks improved, even though I feel that he's a little bit maxed out. So he might be a little bit bigger, let's say two pounds bigger and 2% uh, sharper, for example. So that's marginal changes, but it could be enough, right? You have to knock the champion out. And if Hadi Chopin is a little bit better, he just arrived in, uh, in America, by the way. So that's what, one... How many weeks are we out? One, two, three, four, five weeks out. So, you know, no possible issues of water retention during flights like his first Olympia. So last time he also came in a very, very long time ago and he uh, slayed, obviously. Now, that being said, if he's the same or slightly off, again, if he if he's 100% on and slightly improved, I think he will win again. But if he's slightly off or the same as last year, and Derek Lunsford is, you know, much improved, which based on his previous physiques, he does look a lot improved, then um, I think he can take it. And I wouldn't have anything against Derek Lunsford taking it because he has a much more pleasing physique, in my opinion, than Heidi Chupan, right? Derek Lunsford doesn't have suspicious delts, has a little bit better taper, has more balloony muscle, but the muscle maturity and the density and the gnarly definition isn't there yet simply because um Derek Lunsford doesn't have so much years in the gym and so many years of competing compared to Hadi Chupan now Hadi Chupan is I think 40 something 40 42 years old and Derek Lunsford is what they're 30 years old you know so <laughs> I mean he's got a lot of time to improve that being said you know I think it's one and two for those two and depending on who shows up and who improved the most I think the, mo the one who improved the most will win then uh let's see then we have uh nick of course i think nick will go down to fourth because it looks like samson dowda has improved a lot and based on what i've seen on nick um he can still improve more but it looks like he's kind of maxed out to the point he will only improve two three percent per year but samson dowda has improved 10 percent since the arnold classic and in the arnold classic he already won so I think he's going to leapfrog over Nick. Again, that's purely based on statistics and, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. And then we'll have to see what, what, what's going on with, uh, what's his name? Uh, man, all these names elude me. I, honestly, I don't follow bodybuilding that much anymore. <laughs> anyway, the guy that lives in Dubai. So, yeah. So he might be uh, fifth and then Nick sixth. But again, anything can happen. Depends on who shows up. Top six is going to be super tight. Rami is out. 
uh, I don't think that. Um, man, you know, let me just whip up the the entire lineup, Mr. Olympia lineup, so I don't leave out anybody. Otherwise, people are going to be pissed. Uh, let's see who's qualified. Mr. Olympia qualification. Qualification. Mm -mm. That is Generation Iron. That will probably not end well. Yeah, it's funny. Every time you, you time you, every time you try something specific, then uh, you can't find it. Qualified list. Yeah. Qualified athletes at ifbpro.com. All right. Hopefully the interconnection will hold up. Even though I got a dual connection that I'm pay paying an arm and a leg for, this uh, live stream quality is still not the same as people who live in the United States. Okay. I think, how did you put in first? Derek Lunsford second. Um, Samson Dada third. Let's see. Where is the guy from Dubai? thought he's qualified oh yeah here andrew jacked chinadu andrew obieka uh, from the obieka from the united emirates and then uh well the rest ian vier's out um retired smartly big rami is sitting it out but he should just retire because i don't think he can overcome his injuries brandon curry i think there was a one-off and then the rest uh, i mean i really hope that roman fritz breaks the top 10 that would be great if you can just fill out. And uh, and then Nathan Diasha, I really hope he can make it to the USA at all. You know, based on previous convictions in the UK. All right, let's scroll up a little bit. Let's select something good. Time to be bitter. Congrats, Steve. Thank you very much. I'm a Dutch guy trying to escape the Netherlands. You inspire me. Okay, so two videos you need to watch. First one is the Blueprint for Financial Freedom. Watch that twice. It's a two-year plan on how to escape. And uh, the Thailand Survival Guide. <laughs> and there's a couple other Thailand videos. Because Thailand, you know, all things considering, it, it's still the best place to live. You know, even though it's uh, sometimes a little bit problematic with the visa. And the uh, you know the rules and regulations and that kind of stuff. But once you're well traveled, and I've been to many countries in my lifetime, all things considering, Thailand is the best place. That's why I'm still here. I would like to live in Dubai, but it's a little bit more complicated to get started again. And now I have a house and six, well, eight cats. We adopted the two uh, ones that are outside. They stay outside, but they got all the comforts of the inside cats. So we have eight cats, and then of course a wife and, and potentially a kid on the way. Fingers crossed. So it's a lot of, um, you know, now that I'm settled, it's it's kind of a little bit difficult to leave, I would say. But you know, never say never, right? I mean, maybe Dubai at one point does sound a little bit a little bit more appealing than Thailand, depending on how these rules are going to be enforced. So uh, watch the uh, Blueprint for Financial Freedom and then maybe a couple Thailand videos and then uh, start grabbing life by the balls and make some hard decisions because, uh, you know, you can be a bit ver better version of yourself if you just move countries. Mm -mm -mm. It's so funny, you know, it's like every live stream is a jerk live stream, but whatever, dude. <laughs> What I realized a long time is the, ago that people never listen 
And it doesn't matter if you try to steer them in the right direction or if you put this shit in the bottom. Uh, people are going to do what people are going to do. And the people who are smart, they pay attention <laughs> and make the adjustments. <laughs> and otherwise, well, just... Uh, uh, what can you do? Mantis, what's up, bro? How you doing? Steve, the three most positive and happy moments of these 40 years you revive in your mind when you feel blue. Uh, I barely feel blue nowadays because I'm... Uh, I think I tacked off all the boxes besides um, having a kid before 40. Like, uh, there, were, there were certain things I wanted to accomplish by the age of 40. I wanted to travel the world. I accomplished that at the age of 26. Not the world, but I... Traveling for a year, and I did it through Asia. Of course, there's a lot more countries to see, but I've been through a lot of countries in my life. So that's, you know, traveling for a year, that's basically traveling the world. I think that's a fair assessment. At the age of 26, 27, uh, I wanted to marry the best woman in the world, which I did, and we're still married. Um, we're almost, we know each other for almost 10 years, and I'm married for, man, what is it? Eight, almost eight years. And, uh, well, now we're going to have a kid. I wanted to be financially secure. Uh, I will leave the amount ambiguous, but I'm doing very well financially. Thank you very much. And I wanted to have a kid, um, which as of now uh, uh, didn't happen yet, but we're still trying. I'm confident will happen within my 41, uh, my 40 years of age before the age of 41. So at least we have, you know, not before 40, but within the 40th year. So the positive moments. Um... I don't know, getting all my cats. <laughs> besides marrying my wife, right? We just mentioned that. So uh, three positive moments besides marrying my wife. Uh, getting my cats, that was absolutely great. Uh, I love all of them tremendously, including the ones that are outside. So all the cats that they have currently, it's uh, that's an absolute highlight of my life. Um, yeah, traveling for a year, we just mentioned that. It was probably the best time of my life ever. Traveling for an entire year, having, um, you know, a fuckload of savings and no, uh, you know, immediate deadline to spend it all uh, because I wanted to travel for two years. I had two years worth of savings, uh, but I only uh, survived one year. So, yeah, because uh, my body was broken after one year of traveling. Uh, that was definitely the most happy moment in my life. All things... Yeah, no stress, just doing whatever the fuck I want. I, I'm free, free as a bird, no obligations. The only person I have to be accountable was me. And even though I like my life right now, uh, it comes with ups and downs, right? So, yeah, uh, but the cats and the wife obviously overcompensate for all the downs. More than enough. And a third one. Man, that's hard. That's hard. Le leaving the Netherlands? <laughs> yeah. When, when did I leave? 2013? When, when it was official? And, I, and then, of course, I met my wife in 2014. And I, I really felt a reason to stay in Thailand. Because otherwise, I probably lived in Dubai by now. I'll be honest. Um, yeah. So, basically, everything revolves around my wife. That's why we're still together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I achieved financial security when I was my, with my wife, by the way. Yeah. Not before, but with my wife. All right, let's scroll down a little bit. John Jones, Steve, have you ever grown your facial hair out? Yes, I have. I used to rock a beard. 
<laughs> it, didn't, it didn't sit well on me. I've uh, had my hair up to here at one point. I kind of looked like, uh, you know, a slick back. What was his name? Not, not Marcellus Wallace, but the other guy from Pulp Fiction that gets shot up in the bathroom because he tried to... Uh, man, it's been such a long time since I watched Pulp Fiction. Anyway, I kind of looked like that guy. Not, not, what's his name? Guys, remind me in the chat. What was this guy's name? I'm sure you guys know. Anyway, so yeah, I, I've had my hair grown out quite a bit. Um, but this is the much I, I'd, I'd rather have it. Um, apparently it tickles, that's what my wife says. So this is only one day old, by the way. This ink collection really makes my hair grow super fast. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, so uh, tomorrow is shaving time and then I'll record some more videos for next week. But today we're, uh, we're just cruising along. All right, today we're cruising along. But there's no uh, no fat chance that my facial hair will ever return. I just don't like hair. This is all I have. This, this is the longest I have. And even this I have to trim. Because if I leave it longer and I do this, then it like, it's like up to here. Yeah, so those caterpillars, uh, disgusting. So no, uh, I'm now in a position in life where um, I prefer to be bald. Yeah, everywhere. And since I'm off the market, I don't have to care if it looks good or not. Iron Gear, don't worry about it, man. Um, people are going to do what they're going to do. Just just let them ask. I'll, I'm just not going to answer to it. Yeah. Hey, Panini, what internet service provider do you use? Um, man, that's a good good question. I actually use both True and AIS in Thailand. That's the only two that <laughs> offer internet. So I got an, a, a parallel line at the highest bandwidth. And then I use some sort of, uh, um, you know, load-bearing splitter or something. I installed that, took a whole day to um, to split that across the internet. Or if one line drops, then the other line automatically picks up. So, yeah, I use uh, the highest internet speeds of both internet providers. And uh, still, the, the quality is abysmal. <laughs> That's the life you live when you live in a third-world country or developing country. What is the advice you would give yourself to a 30-year-old you? Um, on a time machine or if I was 30 now? Um, on a time machine, I would say put all your money in Bitcoin. Yeah, very irresponsible, but look at the fucking gains. Uh, yeah. Uh, man, what, what would I give? I, I think I learned most of my stupid lessons by the time I was 30. To be honest, you know. Yeah, to be honest, I think I, I, I pieced it all together. Of course, you get older, you get more, you know, knowledgeable about certain subjects. But when I was 30, I think I had my shit together already. Yeah, to be honest. Um, so what, what advice would I give myself? Don't change a fucking thing. <laughs> Don't change a fucking thing, dude, because I'm I'm very happy at the place they am right now. I mean, I, I think I have the respect of the fitness industry, the respect of respectable people. Um, again, I'm in a good spot, dude. Yeah, I'm in a good spot. So I don't think I'd have much advice. Now for a 20-year-old, I would have a lot of advice, right? Um, recognize the retards <laughs> earlier so you don't invest in friendships that are leading nowhere. You know, be a little bit more responsible with your money, even though I was quite responsible with my money at 20 years old already. Uh, don't drink so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, don't start doing something for yourself a little bit earlier. Right? Leave Holland earlier. But I think, well, yeah, you know, all lead, all all roads lead to this point, right? So uh, since I'm quite content, I would say that uh, what can you do? Oh, my wife is making a guest appearance. It's me. <laughs> What's up, babe? Get out of the chat here. Get out. This is this is not this is not wifey material. Anyway, let's scroll back a little bit. We uh, we made some good remarks about my marriage with you. So enjoy. Nick, happy birthday. Thanks for all the knowledge you provide. My pleasure, Nick. That's what we're doing here. All right, let me see. I get you guys. You guys figure it out about the drug questions, okay? Just to talk about your your uh, yourself amongst yourself. Uh, let's see. Do, do, do. Can you tell me is 550 nanograms per deciliter low for 20? Uh, no, that's average. Is it enough for bodybuilding or quality of life? Probably not. I'm 600 nanograms per deciliter, and I can't wait to be back on cycle. <laughs> but I highlight that in the entrepreneur uh, deep dive part one. So stay tuned. Yeah, John Travolta. That's right. Vince Vega. I kind of look like him, albeit younger. And when I had long hair, I think it was like 21. No, 31. 31 when I grew my hair out. We have a VIP in the chat. Bodybuilding with Aaron. Meeting Aaron. Oh, yeah, meeting Aaron. Yeah, that was the best part of my life. <laughs> that too. Yeah, that was a friendship that I invested in and that paid off. <laughs> One of the few. <laughs> so good on you, Aaron. You didn't join the, 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 the list of people that uh, turned out to be fucking scumbags. <laughs> good on you, Aaron. Nice work. So that didn't join, right? As an emphasis. So yeah, um, getting Aaron into my life and then getting him over from uh, China to Thailand, that was uh, yeah, a good thing. That was very positive. We should get that fucking drunk soon. And smoke some cigars, bro. Yeah. Hey, fitness, what's the secret to looking 21 at 40? Uh, financial security so you can afford all the anti-aging drugs, which I'm very heavy on. And shaving helps. Yeah, and not taking steroids helps. So when you go back like to, you know, 2022, look at my face there. I look older, even though it's been nine months. So if I shave, I look kind of young. Um, I do look young. No? Maybe it's just lights. I think if I'm in the gym and you see all these fucking crevices in my face and I frown a little bit. Here you got front light that helps. But in the gym with the overhead lighting from the muscle factory, I look all these balls. <laughs> absolutely crazy so if you want to look young uh get a thai wife a, a, a smart one not one that you get off the street the ones from patia don't do it <laughs> don't do it that will age you 10 years two years but if you get a smart one you know if you have an education and you get a wife that has an education and you've traveled the world and you get a wife that has traveled the world and you are financially secure and your wife is financially secure right everything matches and then you still have this playfulness from the Thai culture. So you um, you know have to re-educate yourself for, uh, from a cultural perspective. It takes a couple of years, but I've gotten used to it. That's why I'm always happy-go-lucky here, or at least most of the time. Um, that's the secret to life, baby. Yeah, that's the secret to life. And then the next step is just to exclude all the Western bullshit that is on YouTube and on TV. That is the best thing you can do. Right? Disconnect your cable. Go to YouTube and don't watch hate and drama 
and nonsense. It doesn't contribute anything. Only watch the stuff that contributes to the well-being of your life. And whether that's uh, financial well-being or intellectual well-being or relationship and love well-being, right? Just be selective on what you consume so you have a, can have a full life. Because And of course, drama will always come to you, but then it's, you know, depending on how you manage it. Mm. Look at it this way. Life is a big joke. It's like a video game. All you need to do is pass it. And then when you pass, you beat the game. You beat the game of taxes. Then, uh, yeah, the life's pretty good. Bit Zample, nice shirt. Thank you. Thank you. Got it off the rack in Japan. One of the few souvenirs that I bought. I like this thing. Yeah, and it's stretchy too. You see that? Cleavage. <laughs> Cleavage. Didn't I just answer this one? Social justice warrior. All right, some more life advice. We're in our 40s now, so more life advice. Um, more life advice. I'm going to just focus on you, man. Like the, the society is tell, tells you this strength to steer you, and, and even the manosphere, which is toxic as shit. And all those guys look the same, too. They're on TRT. They got a beard. Some of them are bald, or they got this you know, uh, over uh, stylized hair, right? They all got a shirt, they all got a watch, they all got a Lamborghini. <laughs> it's like clones of each other. <laughs> it's fucking pathetic. <laughs> These guys, oh, this is a man, right? You got to have the watch and the beard and the shirt and the, the lanky but semi-muscular, right? And you need to be six feet tall and have a six-inch six dick and make six figures a year. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> don't consume that content it's such a waste of time just be the best version of you right and focus on you alone if you develop yourself as a person and try to be the best version of yourself every single day or at least most days out of the year with a couple intermediate breaks for debauchery i mean it has to take place get it out of your system um i still have the needs for some debauchery here or there even though i'm 40 right but within reason not not when i was 20 or 25 that was fucking insane right and somehow i survived um so just focus on you dude there's a lot of noise in this world there's a lot of drama and, and you have to selectively block it out all right and whether that comes from family they don't support you fuck fuck move on right you can still be cordial during events uh, during family dinners but just just don't pay it any mind you know just you, you, you selectively close the information that you share with your family members or friends for that matter. And I used to have great friends and then, you know, shit happens and they prove that they're no longer uh, friendship material. Cut them off. Really. There's so many people in the world you can have friendships with. Right? And it, it, it's br brutally honest, but friends can weigh you down so much <laughs> so much right you're the collection of the people you let into your life uh, in your immediate surroundings that you do stuff with and share experiences with so if you want to level up you need to be around people that are leveling up themselves as well right so you can get inspired and and you know join the race of self-betterment and not that it's a competition but you know, like guys like Aaron, for example, you know, he started basically here, right? When we got into comparatively, right? But I'm six years older. So he started here and over the course of that, I know him. So that's uh, six years. Aaron, do I know you six years, five years? He's got himself from here to here, right? He's leveled up tremendously. And that's what I would like to see in my friendships, right? So 
if somebody wants to be in the friend zone but they're not leveling up, they're they're weighing you down. All right, that's I, I wish somebody told me. <laughs> when I was 20 but that's the advice I could give you so surround yourself with people who are go-getters trying to better themselves winners and 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 you only need a couple of them you don't need a huge group of friends you just need to keep a couple solid friends that are um, as uh, as thirsty for self-betterment as you are and then when you have that we have a good network um, then, dude, life will just get better every single day, you know? And then all you need is one partner to match, right? One life partner to match. And in the meantime, you just fuck bitches. <laughs> just don't, don't spend too much time on it, you know? The time that you spend on Tinder or chasing girls, um, you can spend uh, chasing money. And uh, when there's money and there's financial security, there's confidence. And when you have confidence, the women will come. Yeah, it's easy. All right, Aaron, where are you? Are you still here? Are you agreeing or you think I'm full of shit? All right, Aaron has already left the chat. <laughs> All right, let me scroll down and then uh, let's see where we are. Yeah, there you go. Zubar said it the best. Birds of a feather flock together. You hang with losers, you'll end up a loser. Very true. Yeah, very true. But I wish that uh, somebody told me that when I was 20. Not uh, that I had to figure out over the last uh, 15 years. You know what's stupid? Like, I've gone through this a couple times before, right? Where you uh, you have a friendship with a loser and then they kind of weigh you down. And then, you know, shit happens. And that happens when you're like 27. And then it happens again when you're like 32. And then recently, you know, it's... it's yeah, you have to be super selective, dude. And I, that sucks for people who are trying to get into my circle now. Because I'm... I'm super, you know, <laughs> so prove your fucking self, you know, prove yourself. So, yeah, be careful. And then again, you know, no hard feelings. If people want to move on or proven themselves to be assholes, then uh, that's on them. You know, just leave them be. Let them be assholes all by themselves. John Doe, Steve, world for a good time or long time? What is it? Here, world for a good time or a long time? All right. Um, well, both, ideally. you got to find a balance, right, between a good time and a long time. You can uh, do the longevity stuff and live to 120 years old, but you probably don't have much to look back on. <laughs> so, all right, a little bit of the watcher here and there, having some fun, taking some risks. Um, life without risks is a life not worth living. All right, and every time you get into a relationship or a friendship, or, uh, you know, uh, buying an asset that can appreciate potentially over time. It's all risk, and it's all uh, part, of the uh, part of the game. Bodybuilding with Aaron. The man speaks the truth. I'm walking evidence of what happens when you listen to Steve. Yeah, but it's mutual, right? I mean, you gave me a lot of advice along the way as well. So you level up, I level up, we all level up together. And uh, that's uh, what it's uh, there for. But, you know, and all the people that we see in Thailand that are just fucking... <laughs> Making a, yeah, a mockery uh, of their own lives. Those guys we uh, were cordial with, but yeah, we don't waste time on. Yeah, and there are many. There's a lot of driftwood in Thailand, I'll tell you that. People are just fluttering around doing bullshit. Anyway, we're still friendly. Just, uh, just get off your ass, you know, I would say. Get off your ass and level up. Jesus Christ, so many 
So many, it's all PD questions. I've typecast myself, right? You see Steve and it's all about drugs. All right, here's a good one. Happy birthday, coach. Just wanted to let you know that I appreciate your content. What I've learned is invaluable. Thank you. Thank you. Favorite information channel on YouTube. Happy birthday, Steve. Awesome. Fishing, Indiana. My pleasure, dude. That's why we're giving back. Hopefully, we're changing lives. Jijoff. Explosive double bicep, this guy. <laughs> you even got my fucking... Every time it's mirrored, right? You even got that fucking cannon... Let's put it closer to the camera so you can see. Um, as a um, avatar. To bring you 30th birthday happiness and in the future. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Eric, what physical therapist do you recommend in uh, Bangkok? Well, I would go with TK. Yeah, TK from Japan. He's... Um, what is it? TK acupuncture? I'll, I'll link it down below. Don't forget. This guy's the goat. Don't go to anybody else. Yeah, fixed so many issues of my body and Aaron's body and everybody else's body that he works on and people that are consistent with his work, right? Once a week, twice a week. We're all worth the money. This guy's legit. And he keeps expanding his knowledge base. So good stuff. Uh, SNC Nutrition. Okay, Alvaro, make notes. We'll answer this on Saturday. This is not the Vigorous Q&A. This is a birthday live stream. And all the jerk questions Saturday, bro. Ask me something about life. Subar, happy birthday, Steve. You've been an inspiration to many of us. I appreciate all that you do, man. Yeah, but don't don't consider me a father figure or an elderly brother. Um, I'm not qualified. <laughs> I've made many a mistake. Yeah. Let's see. Blizzy Blake Yappa. Happy birthday for everything you've taught me and all my friends come for everything now. Oh, right, yeah. So now you're the elderly brother to all of your friends. Make sure that they uh, have something to contribute as well. That was also a mistake I used to make. Like everybody would come to me for advice. And then I had nobody to go <laughs> for my own advice. So when my parents were divorcing, guess what? I had nobody to turn to because everybody came to me for advice. And then I asked a couple people. And then they're like, yeah, they're gone. Right? So again, make sure you're surrounding yourself with go-getters. So when you have troubles, you have somebody to go to. Aaron, you shouldn't say the hard R, but that's okay. <laughs> there are many that recognize the retards. Yeah, and it takes a while, you know. I mean, when you're in Thailand, you think that everybody's like in the same boat, but it's not. <laughs> so much fucking retardation here. It's, uh, yeah. That's why we love it, right? That's why we love it here. You can do whatever you want, you know. Hang out with the retards or uh, decide not to. Yeah. Happy birthday, Steve, and thank you for all you do. My pleasure, guys. I'm, uh, I'm up for an update. Because uh, I'll tell you this. After nine months of uh, being off testosterone, my motivation is at an all-time low. Yeah. So, I, uh, they're still getting it done, though. But I would say, uh, fuck, I would love to be on some testosterone. Jesus Christ. My wife better get pregnant soon. Here we go. Angrigious blunder. Uh, Steve, have you ever been to a rub and tug parlor since living in Thailand? Um, well, if you go to rub and tug, you don't talk about it. Right? They're, they're, they're available, but if you partake, you, just, you don't talk about it. That's right? the first rule of Fight Club. 
So there are many a rub and tuck parlors. There are many a blowjob bars. There are many a, um, a go-go bars with short-time rooms. There are many a uh, fucking massage parlors. The debauchery never ends here. <laughs> like I, if if I wanted to be inf uh, if I wanted to you know cheat on my wife, I could do it in five minutes. Literally, it's around the corner there's a whorehouse. I'm sure of it, masked as a karaoke bar. But you decide not to do that. So, you know, getting laid is very easy in Thailand uh, unless you're very old and ugly. And if you're old and ugly, then yes, there's many of uh, alternatives at the rub and tugs and uh, everything that falls into that category. Um, and there's even even websites that review these places. What's it called? Sukumvit Psycho? Is that still online? Yeah, interesting read. <laughs> All right, next one. Uh, which video game uh, original soundtrack have you been listening to lately? I've been trying F-Zero. Fuck, you are the fucking man. Yes. F-Zero 99. Insanely fun. I invite you to listen to Barberman 64. I have that one. <laughs> I have that one. I mean, the original F-Zero soundtrack. F-Zero X. From, that's not the original one. But the uh, F-Zero X. Taro Bando. Fuck, dude. Heavy metal like melodic death metal he was one of the first who brought it to a video game and one of the first who made it in digital form um you know all together so taro taro bando right i think is it taro bando yeah musical composure from the japan it's one of the few names i recognize legend fucking legend bobberman 64 is very very good um Man, I have like gigabytes of video game music. But the most one I listen to is Doom 1 and 2, right? Doom 2, the soundtrack is not as good as Doom 1. That's uh, the, the most recent, not the, not the very old Dooms. That, that one I listen to the video game remixes. Uh, OC Remix has a, a very old website also. OC Remix is a very old uh, Doom category, right? Doom 1, 2, 3 uh, of the old uh, line. And then the recent ones, Doom, uh, what was this? What was this fucking name? uh doom composer i good i'm good with drugs but i'm not good with names <laughs> mick gordon also lint i mean uh, mick gordon i still listen to when i'm training so i i should public uh, my list right of music i have so much have you heard of a ping pong shows uh i've heard of them yes <laughs> But I've never been. I've been to the Banana Bar in Holland a couple times. That was uh, interesting. That was interesting. But uh, the ping pong shows, uh, no. No, because I always heard that they're scams. So, you know, you go to the ping pong show and then they charge you like, uh, you know, a $1,000 bill. And then uh, they won't let you out. Um, you get into problems, right? But you can actually sneak out past the guards. They're not allowed to beat you because then you can go to the cops. So if that does happen to you, you go to a ping pong show and they start to charge you like $1,000 for the uh, entertainment, then just sneak out. Just don't touch anybody. Put your hands like that and you just squeeze yourself past the guards and they won't do anything. Uh, and then you go to the tourist police. But no, I've never been. And again, uh, you know, um, dubious insertions I'm not too interested in um, I'm, I'm well capable to insert my own into the <laughs> into the narrative and then uh, uh, a pleasure for both let's see you've been a member for five months I should pay her for your membership right don't worry we'll uh, we'll talk on uh, Instagram 
It's a shame I can't see like the badges. I made all these cool badges on uh, on the memberships, but I can't see that here on the live stream. Streamyard it only goes so far. It can overlay all this cool stuff, but you know the membership badges I don't see, unfortunately. Mick Gordon is gassed. Exactly, exactly. All right, let's uh, scroll up and answer some cool questions that are not about drugs. Oh, Eric Sainer. Hey. Hey, look at this. One, two. I think another one. What's going on here? Another one. Three times. So, what do we do with guys like this? Iron grids and put them in timeout. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Stop spamming. Jesus fucking Christ. That's not what it's there for. What is the best Zelda game? Um, I did like Breath of the Wild. I liked that a lot more than the recent one, Tears of the Kingdom, because it was repetitive. I mean, it was in innovative, but the overworld was pretty much the same. So I didn't feel like exploring as much, even though there was uh, caves and, of course, sky islands. Um, for me, it was not new enough for me to say that it's better than Breath of the Wild. And... You know, when you factor in childhood memory and, uh, you know, the instance of growing up after pulling out the sword, uh, figured, <laughs> literally and figurative speaking, um, yeah, I'm going to say Ocarina of Time is still the best Zelda game and basically the best game of all time, uh, simply because, um, you know, for the older dudes amongst us that are over, well, close to 40, when you play the game for the first time, of course, you play, uh, you know, Super Mario. 64 first that's 3d but then we have zelda and the the expanses of the world and the amount of things you can do and of course the fun fact of growing up after pulling out the sword uh, literally <laughs> that is uh, quite the eye-opener and then when you do grow up in zelda then you realize that the world has gone to shit which is exactly how it turns out and you grow up and then all the fun stuff of your childhood that you realized was cool and fun and then you get a rude awakening that the world is falling apart, <laughs> which it still is. Yeah, yeah. That's why you need to be financially secure to make it somewhat tolerable. Because uh, yeah, so Ocarina of Time, a well imprinted best video game ever. Even though there's many cool video games out there, um, I'm just I don't have time to play anymore that much. Ah, you're also a member for six months. Dalmatov, what a surprise notification. Dear Steve, wish you all the best. You are our precious, pre precious golem. Yeah. Ocarina of Time is still a goat. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, cost of living in Thailand. Oh, sky's the limit. Yeah, I, I think I made a short about that from one of the previous uh, videos. So please go to my Instagram. Uh, I think I wear the robe, right? The Jedi robe, not this one, but the Jedi robe. And there I go over the cost of living. living. So uh, let's say $2,000 after tax, so $2,000 net. So that's about 75, well, maybe maybe more now with the fucking dollar to tie by the rate. But yeah, you need about 2000 bucks to get started. And life gets good from $5,000 upwards. Yeah, that's net. 
but I know some people who do it over of a thousand dollars per month and they live very minimalistically and they're super happy. And, uh, but you know, you don't open any doors with a thousand dollars per month. Not, 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 you know, in the, you know, in the nether regions, most women don't get excited for a thousand dollars of income and uh, you're not going to play with the, the winners when you make a thousand dollars a month. So, you know, level up. So you don't have to think about money and whatever you spend, you spend uh, as long as it's worth it. And whatever you don't spend, you invest. You just don't have any crazy, you know, expensive bullshit habits like buying supercars. I mean, useless, especially in Thailand. You'll have fucking panic attacks and anxiety with all the motorbikes whizzing around. So get yourself a motorbike that is cheap. Don't spend too much. Iron Grid, have you ever played Cyberpunk? I picked it up the latest release. It really wakes your eyes on futuristic dystopia. It's an uncanny and good story so far from what I've played. Um, no, I haven't played it yet and um, probably won't. <laughs> I simply don't have the time. You know, I, I really didn't have time to play the latest Zelda game. My wife was uh, furious, so I had to... Not, not really furious, but she's like... What the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know, so I played for like two hours at the end of the day, but I, I'm better off spending those two hours working and, uh, you know, just solidifying my financial freedom for the next couple of years. Um, so no, I, I'm, I don't have time. I played a video game of life. I have a lot of asset management and weight management, you know, which is very common in, uh, in uh, video games as well. And, uh, you know, creating all these cool outfits so I can look cool on the gram or in real life. Even though every time I post myself on the gram, everybody laughs about my pants and shoes and whatnot. So I guess I'm unsuccessful in that area. But, you know, when you're 40 years old, you don't really give a shit about that shit anymore. So, yeah. All right, next one. So, no, no video games. Let's see. Uh, 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 let's answer a couple cool questions. All right, let's scroll down. Mm -mm -mm. A lot of happy birthdays. Much appreciated, guys. Again, it's been pretty uneventful today. Just another working day and things I have to do. But uh, it's all good. Let's see. Oh, my God. That username is not good. <laughs> are you christian have you heard the gospel uh, actually i have uh, well i went to christian school when i was younger uh, there were a couple options in my hometown and the christian school uh, resonated the most with my mom so i have sang many a song in dutch from the bible yes but i'm not religious it uh, all the songs that we sang and all the um, bible verses that i read or got read to me it didn't really resonate with me yeah, I'll be honest. Well, I changed my mind at one point. Uh, maybe, but I know I like uh, I like aspects of most religions. You know, a little bit of Christianity, a little bit of uh, Islam, a little bit of Buddhism or Shintoism, right? I take um, what I feel is useful and embed it into my soul. And um, yeah, but I, I don't want to be limited by a book. There's so many opportunities in this planet. And I don't think that I'm uh, living uh, such a debaucherous life that I need to uh, reel myself back in with the guidelines of one religion when there are many religions that you can choose from. And many of them have their positives and negatives. So you take the positives in your eyes and roll with it. 
Dirty Hammer. Steve looks undefeated at 40. <laughs> yeah, you should see me when I'm drunk. I look very defeated. Happy birthday, man. Thank you for everything you do. All right, my pleasure, dude. Yeah, don't... Uh, man, last year we had a birthday party uh, that I threw uh, for everybody, basically. And uh, not too many people showed up because we threw it in Padia. But the good people showed up. And then we had fucking legendary night. <laughs> With uh, Aaron and Elon Muscular and uh, Colton, who still lives in Padia. Elon Muscular is also there, the guy that did the uh, what, 30 pounds in seven days uh, challenge. And uh, yeah, it was a, a top five night. That was fucking epic. I will not be repeated on what exactly happened, but it was a lot of fun. And I could, well, we could I could still walk. Yeah, I could still walk. And then I think I spent an hour, an hour with Aaron in the hotel room just <laughs> catching up and having fun. And then we went to bed when the sun was coming up. That was uh, fucking epic. Yeah. Yeah, we, there's, what was, Aaron, are you still here? What was the name of the club? Revolution or something? And it was a nightclub and the DJ was playing all the songs. So me and Aaron both being 120, I was 110 and he was 125 kilos. We're just dancing and dancing and dancing and, and, you know, burning through the alcohol, basically. And I was, I was still, yeah, I was close to sober or sober enough to, uh, you know, get a taxi home, basically. But <laughs> that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I was very defeated the next day, though. That hurt. Yeah, that hurt. Let's see. Fish in Indiana. Country you've never been to that's on your list. Uh, Tibet. Um, I want to go to the bed. Yeah. And, uh, I've been to Bhutan already. I would like to go to Bhutan again. I would like to go to Mongolia again. I had such a good experience in both countries. And I have, you know, people I consider friends in both countries. So I would have a warm welcome and a good experience again. Uh, but Tibet is on that list. And, um... Man, what would like Italy? Yeah, Italy for sure. Turkey. And um, I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, that I really want to go to. Um, but a lot of places I want to go to, I've been to already. I would like to go to Bali again. I would like to go to Dubai again. I would like to go to Bhutan, Mongolia, and of course, the United States, which is coming up in, uh, well, I think I'm leaving in two weeks. So, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I've been to Italy, but it's only the top, only the tip of the country when I was traveling with my dad. So I went to Austria, and then he's like, do you want to go to Italy? And we did like a little loop. And, uh, yeah. Have you been to India? Yes, I've been to India for the World Championships in 2015. And, uh, yeah, it was a bit intense. <laughs> I'll tell you that. It was a bit intense. Andy, have you ever been to Canada? Uh, no, not yet. The, I, the closest I came was Seattle last year when our flights got delayed. So I spent a day in Seattle. Um, and I wanted to go this year, but Derek was too busy at the dates I could come. So I decided to go to China. Excuse me. Go to China instead. So I go to China first. I visit uh, my good friend, lifetime friend of 39 years. We basically know each other since we were born because our parents are friends. So I got, uh, you know, I got, I was made a good introduction after he was born. And we've been friends ever since. It's the same guy that I went to with uh, Japan. 
and uh, basically every uh, everywhere he got stationed um, for his work, I visited him. So I visited him in Japan a couple of years, and then we met uh, again for Osaka, Kyoto, and Kobe, where we spent way too much money on Kobe beef. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll go visit him in China, which is now open. And um, but no, no, Canada is on the to do list. But honestly. I think next year, um, of course, fingers crossed that my wife will give birth uh, somewhere next year. I don't think I will be traveling much because I want to be there for the first two or three years continuously as uh, my kid is growing up. So will we all travel together as a family? Yes, but it will not be long trips. It will be maybe a week, two weeks, you know, again, depending on when I feel we're ready as uh, to travel as a family. So might I go to Canada real quick? Maybe, but it will only be for a couple of days. Right, that will be for most of the destinations. So again, get your traveling out the door before you settle and have kids because afterwards it's uh, it's a bit difficult. Or you just have different priorities. Uh, Zigzag, what's up? Happy birthday, Steve. Thank you. I'm grateful that you share all of your knowledge with people all over the world. You definitely put me in the right track to improve my health. Much love, a fellow European. Thank you. That's uh, that's good to hear. Yeah, that's good to hear. I mean, uh, hopefully I can instill a little bit more than the performance enhancing drug uh, information with the occasional uh, life um, advice. But yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to give back as much as I can because um, at one point I, I won't be doing YouTube anymore. When that is, I'm not sure. But at one point you won't be doing that anymore. So take uh, as much as you can while I'm still on YouTube. And um, yeah, it's just at, at one point it's time you just you know, when you're old enough, you've experienced enough, it's just time to give back. Um, for people who, um, you know, are haven't gone through that yet, right? There might be people that are 50 years old or 20 years old, doesn't really matter. And don't get me wrong, I have a lot of learning to do myself, and I still make plenty of mistakes, <laughs> as my wife always uh, reminds me, you know? Not really, <laughs> but sometimes you, uh, you fuck up here and there, you know, you do stupid stuff. And uh, yeah, but it's all a learning experience for everybody, right? So uh, if you guys can learn from me and I can learn from you guys, then I, I think everybody wins. You know, and thank God for social media, we can do that. You have to take the good with the bad, but social media is mostly good. Yeah, mostly. Let's see. Uh, Vink Black. Oh, man. <laughs> good name, though. Don't worry about it. Any conspiracy theories you think are true? If so, give the details, but not enough to get banned. Um, I mean, I think the government, <laughs> just a big conspiracy theory. Uh, I mean, how, how deep do you want to go, dude? You know, again, what I always say, if you don't want to get banned or canceled, keep it to yourself. That's the best thing, right? And conspiracy theories, as interesting as they are, you're not going to solve anything. So my solution to all conspiracy theories is to uh, do red pill stuff, not super red pill to the point you um, start misbehaving uh, towards women, because I think that's despicable, um, or, or just a toxic menosphere in general, but you need to get ahead financially and intellectually so you can make this planet more tolerable. And that's completely in your hands and wasting your time on conspiracy theories when you can't have any influence on it unless you go um, to the you know the places where you can actually have an influence, but then you join the conspiracy theories basically because you see uh, you know on the other side and you're like oh this looks interesting I'm uh, you know if you can't beat them uh, join them so focus all your efforts on improving yourself and consume conspiracy theories um, when you have uh, free time if you want to spend your free time uh, not with your wife or training or that kind of stuff so yeah.
there's a lot of good things uh, going on in the world that you can focus your attention on to uh, have a good time. Because life is finite. Yeah. Uh, have you decided on the name for your future baby? Yes, I have two names ready for both a boy and a girl. And uh, nothing in between. <laughs> So, yeah, we got names ready. Yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Check Bounce. Happy birthday, Steve. And greetings from Prague. What's up, buddy? Greetings from Bangkok. Well done for sharing your experience with everybody here, uh, both life and otherwise. I hope life is good for you and your, uh, yours. Yes, yes, life is very, very good. I mean, it can always be better, but you don't have to raise the bar too high. Um, I'm, I'm pretty content with what I've had, what I have built. And where I am right now. Yeah, I'm pretty content. It can always be better. And I'm usually very hard on myself, which I shouldn't really be doing. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm doing okay. Thank you. I'm doing okay. Let's see. Mm, let's see. I will be a father soon, but I'm concerned about the cerebrum shrinkage that's correlated with fatherhood. Do you have any ideas about it? In particular, do you have any thoughts about how to avoid? Um, you mean after you become a father that your cerebrum will shrink? Uh, I, I didn't look into that. <laughs> I'm not a father yet, so we'll take uh, one step at a time. What kind of uh, one step at a time? So maybe... You know, what, what else are you going to do? Live your life and not have any offspring? You know, some people don't, shouldn't have any offspring. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of shitheads on this planet. They shouldn't really have any offsprings. Um, but they'll still, uh, you know, keep going, keep going. So you have to, it's up to you to put something uh, of worth and value on this planet and guide them right and uh, be a present father and a present parent. Uh, unlike so many kids, uh, you know, got that opportunity. So if you want to better the world, uh, you have to put something on the planet that's worthy of uh, leading. And uh, I'm going to be the one to do that. So um, if I'm worried about something, like, like I said, I've lived, <laughs> I've accomplished most of the things that I wanted in my life already. So if I have to take a, a step back on my own uh, intellect to raise another, <laughs> fuck it, whatever, dude. I don't care. I don't care. It's no longer about me. Let's see. What's next? What's the birthday cheat meal? Um, I'm not sure yet. I wanted to go out to a steak restaurant. Again, today I just had my normal day. So I ate, uh, well, a fish and eggs <laughs> and a protein shake before going to the gym. So it's pretty boring. But Sunday I, will, I might go for steak. But I've looked at all the steak restaurants here in Thailand. And... Uh, I know. I think I've I've been to. I've been, I think I've been to all of them. And after Kobe beef, I'm I'm, I'm not really in the mood for steak. I, I told my wife, said, why don't we save the birthday dinner for when we go to Las Vegas and then just go fucking ham on what's available. You know, I don't I don't mind to wait another month to have a birthday dinner because we'll be there. I think October 25th. So. It's a month from now, but, you know, when you're 40 years old, time flies. I mean, I can remember the 39th birthday like it was yesterday. And it's getting old. Ugh. Scary. So let's see. Let's see Saturday, whatever I feel like. Might just be a hamburger and a couple donuts. 
and then call it a day. You know, that's the downside of getting old. You've tried everything already, and then nothing gets you excited anymore. <laughs> I'm fucking jaded. You're like, oh, hamburger, nah, had that hundred times. Steak, nah, had that hundred times. Sushi, nah, had that hundred times. I tried everything already. And then, you know, what I haven't tried, I haven't tried for a reason. So, I don't know, probably the same old shit. Iron Grid, what's your favorite cut of steak? Genuine, uh, generally, a question that's been on my mind for a while. Now that we talk about beef a lot. Yeah. Uh, I like beef curtains. Yeah, or be a roast beef sandwich. Best steak there is. Yeah, but I prefer peach, though. Yeah, peach. Peach is the best uh, dinner that a man could have. So, anyway uh best cut of steak yeah i like all the cuts as long as they're not too fatty so i like wagyu but not too much marbling actually the wagyu that i had and the, the kobe beef that i had in japan was actually not as fatty as the wagyu beef the plus five or the plus seven a whatever the grading is as i had abroad so the kobe beef and the wagyu beef in kobe actually quite lean not as fatty as i expected but mad fucking tasty so after that i probably can never have steak again because, I mean, what's beyond having Kobe beef in Kobe? <laughs> you know, hedonistic treadmill. I probably just need to go to um, the... I just watched a documentary about this. Uh, the heart attack grill. And just have a sloppy burger there. And almost risk getting a heart attack and cardiovascular disease for me to kind of reset. To uh, And luckily, heart attack grill is in Las Vegas. I've uh, walked past it the last time. Even stood on the scale... But I was only 240 pounds, so I couldn't get a free uh, meal in. You need to be at least 350. Um, yeah, so cuts of steak, uh, the lean ones, the dry aged, preferably 180 days. I like that stuff. And then, of course, some nice uh, stuff on the side. Yeah. Um, but, dude, I, I'm not too picky about food, to be honest. I, I mean, I, I killed my own sheep in uh, Mongolia, for fuck's sake, and, and ate the whole thing with the Mongolian family that I was staying for two days. Yeah, I have it all on video, too. So I'm not too picky when it comes to food. Um, yeah, but a good steak is a good steak. And uh, those are usually expensive. And sometimes we cook at home. You know, I import a steak uh, from, uh, you know, Australia or from, uh, what was it called? Uh, Colombia. Not Colombia. Argentina. Argentine. Ar yeah, Argentina. And then uh, you sear it a little bit. Oh, man. Good shit. TCJ Mods, do you like do Thai women like muscular men? Uh, the women that are in the gym and going to uh, you know fitness, they like muscular men. Um, but usually beyond uh, let's say 90, 95 kilos, the, the the adverse reaction starts to go away. So I'm way too muscular for general uh, Thai women. What? Mm. But who cares? I'm off the market. And my wife, um, you know, I was already going to the gym for a couple of years when I met her. And uh, I think it was like 92 kilos at that time. <laughs> Tiny. Tiny. Um, and she was okay with it. And then I gained most of my size as we worked together. And she liked me even more. So, again, uh, you know, if you're a muscular dude, the, 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 the girls that are into muscular men will find you. And uh, the lady boys will love you for sure. Yeah, all the lady boys are um, absolutely into muscular dudes. So there's a market. Yeah, there's a, every jar has its own lid. Uh, that was the saying, something like that. Scott, what's up, bro? I'll see you in a, in fuck three weeks. Oh, one. 
One, two. Oh yeah, three weeks. Happy birthday! Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We're going to hang out with Scott McNally, and um, yeah, do uh, go to a, a, a Detroit uh, techno rave. <laughs> Minimalistic techno. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be fun. Uh, Anthony, what do you think about Wesley last show? Robbed. I mean, he was already qualified, and I need uh, the other guy to go to the Olympia too because he was out of the. I don't think it was qualified. He was out of the top five at the Arnold Classic, I believe. And he was, was he qualified? I'm not sure. Anyway, I mean, that guy looks good also. Great poser, was in shape, but Wesley was his best shape ever. But which sucks because Wesley at his absolute gnarliest bests, most shredded, most separated, uh, is not good enough to uh, beat, uh, fuck, what is his name? Now I need to go to the classic. I keep forgetting all these names. Uh, I spend too much time on PubMed. <laughs> forgetting about all the comp Olympia competitors. Classic physique. Lineup. 2023. Qualified. Terrible, no? I should go to jail for this shit. <laughs> Let's see who's qualified. Where is he? I'm sure you guys are raging in the chat right now. Terrence Ruffin. Yeah, Terrence Ruffin. <laughs> I even follow the guy on Instagram. So, yeah, I mean, Wesley at his best can't beat Terrence Ruffin at his best, which I, I think Terrence looked average, to be honest. Not completely dialed in, but he's probably saving it for the Mr. Olympia. So that sucks. Now, can Wesley improve? Of course. His adductors can be better. His hamstrings can be better. can have a little bit more leg thickness from the side, but that's just a matter of time. Um, I think Wesley will do very, very well this year to Mr. Olympia. And if not, since I'm in the, the front row, I'll be screaming. Yeah, I'll be screaming all kinds of words. Are we back? All right, I think we're back. <laughs> I almost had a heart attack there. All right, welcome to Thailand, guys. Uh, Chili Willy, is testosterone undetectable on a PED drug test? I think the detection time is like four days because you mess with the testosterone to epitestosterone ratio. So it takes about four days to clear, but you have to do intramuscular administrations, not subcutaneous. Um, because intramuscular clears faster than subcutaneous. So, yeah, still four days. Wait, the Olympia's in a month already? Yeah, dude, it's it's five weeks out. It's on uh, Friday, prejudging us. It is one, two, three, four, five. Three, three November, right? Yeah, three November. So it's, uh, it's, it's getting up fast. Yeah, time, time goes fast, dude. Yeah. 
Like I said, I can remember my birthday from a 39-year-old like it was yesterday. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. So many drunk questions. All right, camera's frozen. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. We're back. Ah, here we go. Here we go. Loaded questions. Steve, what do you think about being married to somebody who is not of your own race? My parents are against it. So what should I do? Um, well, we're all the same species. <laughs> so what the fuck does race matter? <laughs> what the fuck does it matter? Make some nice uh, mixed babies, dude. Mixed babies look sexy as hell. No, no, don't, don't fuck. Don't take that out of context, please. But when they grow up, uh, mixed people look <laughs> sexy as hell. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, I'm gonna get cancelled for that. I might have to what is the timestamp? 120. I might have to cut that out. Alvaro, remind me. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I might have to cut that out, guys. Don't screen cap it while I'm uh, still alive, okay? 120 cuts. <laughs> Fuck. You can't uh, no, you can't do anything nowadays. Alright, so mixed mixed babies um are a okay. Um the race really doesn't matter, dude. What matters is how serious um, your significant other takes the culture that they grew up in. Like, I don't take my Dutch culture serious at all besides the, you know, the financial aspects, which is something I still bear, uh, carry with me to this day. But everything else about Dutch culture, I think most of it I let go, you know. Um, and, and she let go a lot of her Thai culture. So we can meet somewhere halfway, you know, she's a lot more direct. I'm a, li a little bit more indirect, um, but because Dutch people are blunt as fuck, as we all know. And Thai people are just like to beat around the butch and make everything, you know, nice and sweet and easy and, and you know, because they get offended easily. So we kind of meet halfway. So the race doesn't matter. It just matters if you can meet halfway because your heritage and your... Um, your culture is going to be different, most likely, unless it's a different race that grew up in the same country. So if you're both American or both Dutch, you know, it's going to be pretty much the same. But if your parents are against it, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. <dude>. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, just do what you want to do. And if you get burned, right? If your relationship doesn't work out, it has nothing to do with the race, but you're going to have to justify to your parents why it didn't work out and why you told them to go fuck themselves because you wanted to go this route. All right. So if you want to do something that your parents are against and you care about it, you better better make sure that you're 100% into it and that it's going to play out, you know? But man, I've, I've uh, I, yeah, for me, a race, Caucasian, uh, African, Asian, you know, everything in between, there and above, Arab even, or, or uh, you know, Middle Eastern. I mean, I dated girls from Iran also. So, you know, I've sampled many a women, regardless of race, and um, they were all pink on the inside. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There, there's your shirt right there. <laughs> yeah, and they all want to be loved, and they all go crazy sometimes so <laughs> doesn't matter which race you choose you're in for a wild ride happy birthday thank you thank you bro all right let's scroll down a little bit uh where are we 
Let's call a bit. Grant Keel, how late in life would it be too late to pursue bodybuilding? I mean, it's never too late, man, to adopt a lifestyle. Um, but, you know, saucing, saucing to the guilds with performance enhancing drugs, steroids, etc. I think if you're over 60, you probably should stick to TRT for the sake of your own health. So if you want to do all the crazy saucing, do that when you're young and resilient. You know, mid-20s, 30s, and then by the time you're 40, you should be a little bit more careful. Like, the amount of years on performance enhancing drugs really play into it. So Aaron has only had five years on PEDs. So he can, you know, he still has another five years of abuse ahead of him if, if he decides to do so uh, with the health management in place. But I've already done 12 years on performance enhancing drugs. So my uh, PED journey is slowly coming to a close. You know, and, and you know, being married longer and longer and longer and having kids on the way. Um, yeah, you get a little bit more self-conscious about that stuff. So if you start bodybuilding at 40, 50, 60 years old, fine. Just the drugs are what going to do you in, not the bodybuilding. And if you train smartly around your injuries uh, that you might have accumulated uh, pre-bodybuilding, you know, due to age or other sports you might do, uh, might have performed, you know. There's so many ways to bodybuild and uh, the act of bodybuilding can be very gratifying. It's just the, the people in bodybuilding that are absolutely horrendous <laughs> sometimes. But the bodybuilding community, the, the real bodybuilding community is beautiful. But the people in the fitness community... There's so much negativity and, you know, despicable behavior and, uh, you know, but you don't have to partake, right? You can, you know, provide value and look good and not partake in the drama. Um, but that's completely up to you, right? There we go. Happy birthday, Uncle Steve. <laughs> that's what they call me at the gym, too. Uncle Steve. Yeah, terrible. Mm-mm-mm. Techno or trance? Heart style, dude. <laughs> Look at this hair. Heart style. Heart style. Bordering on hardcore. I mean, I'm 40 years old. I, I was born in the 80s. So, um, yeah. Haka or get the fuck out of it. No, no, I never went to those. I, I did go to those parties. Yeah, I did go to the Tunnel of Terror at uh, Thunderdome. Man, good fucking times. <laughs> good times for sure. Anton, what, it, uh, what would it take for you to adopt me? Also, happy birthday. Um, I think everybody's adopted in the Vigorous crew, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, I have a little army of adopted um, Yeah, people who are like, uh, interested in uh, like-minded things. But um, yeah, to come live in our house, uh, no thank you. <laughs> you can be outside with the two adopted street cats. Yeah, just hanging out on the porch. Just don't smoke any cigarettes or weed. That uh, that doesn't get you in that level up status that we talked about earlier. Yeah. Let's see. You should zoom in a little bit. All right, that's better. Happy birthdays everywhere. Show the same caution you show us to yourself with your health. Yes, I'm doing my absolute best. And again, everything that I want to do, a, you know, a PED experiment-wise, I run past my wife first and explain it the best I can. And then if she's like, no, I don't think that's a good idea, then, then it doesn't happen. Anton, 
what breed of cats are they? So the two outside ones are just street cats. They basically showed up one day and then uh, they were so cute and um, that we decided to adopt them alongside of our neighbors. So the street cats don't only belong to us, but to two other houses. We all feed them with the, the high quality uh, cat food. Um, what is it called? Uh, Royal Canine, right? They get the best cat food on the fucking planet. Uh, and uh, we got them spayed because they were fighting all the time. Um, and we, uh, you know, we cut their nails a little bit, not to the point they feel defenseless, but sometimes they're a little bit too long. So once a month, I kind of check if their teeth and their nails and all that stuff is still good. And uh, we got them vaccinated. So those are just street cats. And the, uh, the six ones that we have in our house are all Sphinxes. So they're hairless because, again, no hair in the house. You disgusting. Yeah, no hair in the house. So the six cats we have in the house are Sphinx cats. We have uh, three short legs. So those are, um, what is it called? Not We have one dwarf, one elf cat, two uh, short leg Sphinxes, and then... Uh, man, what is, what is it called? Anyway, they're all Sphinxes. So, yeah, they're, uh, we have cats aplenty. So if you're a cat person, you can be adopted. But if you're a dog person, <sighs> too fucking bad. I like dogs, though, but from afar. Yeah, for maybe 10 minutes to play with, and then I'm tired of the drool and the barking. <laughs> That's why I like cats. They're way cuter. Favorite drink? Water, bro. I drink 10 liters a day. Mm. Epic. Second favorite drink is coffee. I drink two cups of coffee per day. And then um, whatever whiskey sounds uh, very snazzy, uh, that is my third favorite drink. So uh, most of the month I have water and coffee. And then once in a while, I have some whiskey with a cigar. And uh, I have some, you know, double barrel aged 12-year, 18-year, 15-year, you know, triple cask, that kind of shit. Uh, so it sounds, so it's expensive, so I don't drink too much. Yeah, I had very good Yamazaki 12-year-old and 18-year-old. Was it 18? In Kobe? Again, I was pre-plastered, so if I can't remember. <laughs> My sincere apologies. Um, but yeah, any fancy whiskey will do. If you want to make me happy, though... Um, yeah, cigars and whiskey is the way to do it. Just don't all come to me with cigars and whiskey on the Mr. Olympia because then I, I can't function after a couple days. I'm more fatty. All right, we'll save the PD questions for Saturday. So, uh, Alvaro, make a note and uh, we'll answer that on Saturday. <laughs> See you then. Use the timestamps. Uh, does daily edibles, this is not a performance enhancing drug question, it's a recreational drug, so I think that's okay. Uh, does daily use of edibles, marijuana, affect blood work or organ function, elevated liver activity, for example? Not really, but prolactin levels might go up. I mean, weeds infrequently might uh, increase prolactin levels. So that that's it. But of course, edibles have more active ingredients or ingredients in general than, uh, you know, vaping uh, weeds or using one of those vaporizers. So, yeah, uh, those ingredients might raise liver enzymes, but liver enzymes can get elevated from so many things. So, watch the regular vigorous screw and A. That, uh, yeah. Andrew Huberman says melatonin kills your testosterone. What's your take? Um, can't remember reading a study like that, but 
Uh, I don't use uh, melatonin right now. I use it infrequently if I want to sleep. I might need to take some tonight because, of course, I had a whole can of uh, Gorilla Mode energy drinks before we got started. So I can talk nice and fast and have all my hand gestures all over the place. Yeah, properly stimulated. But I might have to take some melatonin to take the edge off before I go to bed. Does it kill testosterone? Um, well, it's an endogenously produced uh, hormone at, uh, at, at low dosages to make you fall asleep. Uh, which doesn't seem to take the edge off testosterone, but maybe mega dosing does. So yeah, it could be. No, there's a benefit and a, and, and a negative to every uh, thing you can possibly take, from over-the-counter supplements to foods to performance-enhancing drugs to recreational drugs. To uh, yeah. So read the disclaimers. All right. You know what? I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. It's been one hour and 30 minutes, and I really have to pee. But don't worry, we'll continue for another hour. I'm having a lot of fun. Um, so bear with me. Be right back. And we're back. All right. <laughs> Fuck. Man, those were the days, dude. <laughs> those were the days. But no, I'm in Thailand. I can't. Those days are over. Those days are over. I remember. I shouldn't tell these stories, right? Yeah, I better not. <laughs> but I have. Yes, I will admit to having done that um, during important meetings <laughs> at one point or another. You got to live your life, right? And, uh, you know, sometimes you, uh, you do uh, the things that are frowned upon and get away with it. Yeah. Will start use translate to a more jacked children than no start use? Uh, from all the research that I've done, uh, that doesn't seem to be apparent. But apparently, and I'm, I'm, I'm still working on this, but apparently, based on the oxidative stress that steroids can potentiate, especially in combination with strenuous workouts, it seems that the, the Y chromosome is more susceptible to um, oxidative stress than the X chromosome. And that's why it's more likely for um, you know, men on steroids to get um, daughters. Right? Because the, 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 there's DNA damage, right, on uh, the male uh, semen, the male sperm. What's your height? Uh, well, not six feet, but 5'9". <laughs> <nine. laughs> 
Yes, I don't qualify for the manosphere. Uh, everything else is six. Uh, the six is the, no, that's not true. Yeah, I'm all in the fives. No, that's not true either. Yeah, some some are sevens and some are fives, and uh, yeah, maybe the occasional six there. But my my height is 175 centimeters or five nine. Yeah. Injectable psilocybin pre-workout. Jesus, that's that's a bit rough, no? That's a bit rough. Is, is there an injectable version of that available now? That's how far I'm out of touch of that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, regular psilocybin, good stuff, man. Or so from what I can remember. Yeah, microdoses or that... That was not a microdose dose. Those are my favorite doses. <laughs> the last time I took mushrooms, oh man, it's a couple of years ago, a long, long time ago. In Holland, we used to have um, mushrooms uh, wet. So you would take uh, five grams, 10 grams of the wet variety, which translates to about two to three grams uh, dry. So I haven't touched mushrooms in years. And then somebody uh, hands me a sample of mushrooms dried. And I remember, you know, oh, I used to take 10 grams. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take half the dose, five grams. So I took five grams dry. Yeah, that was not a microdose dose. And I still had a lot of fun. <laughs> still had a lot of fun, though. Yeah, that was pretty sick. So that was basically like uh, 20, grams <laughs> 20 grams wet. Oh my God, it's good I had a lot of experience with mushrooms because I was just sitting there looking at, you know, some sort of um, screensaver, which was not a screensaver, it was just a picture with, uh, you know, psychedelic music, just to uh, kind of keep my composure for the next six hours. <laughs> yeah, oh, Steve. Uh, these, these, these are the stories that yeah, make you guys lose respect for me, but they still need to be told. <laughs> Let's see. If we're thinking about injectable psilocybin, let's do some PCP. Yeah, man. But again, guys, the recreational drugs needs to be respected. Now, I never went as far as Connor Murphy. No, 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 no. And half of that was an act, apparently. So I talked to Connor Murphy about this when he came to Thailand. We had that master class. Connor Murphy was there, and I told him, said, hey, you know, I hope you're mentally sound because the shit that you pulled in the United States doesn't fly here. You'll be spending all of your time in jail. So... He understood and he told me that, you know, some of it was a little bit exaggerated, um, you know, for uh, for the audience, which Connor is uh, very in tune with, uh, you know, social media drama and exaggeration. And he's also very uh, verbally fluent, as uh, you can see in some of his videos. So uh, so I told him to kind of lay low and uh, I think he's doing better than before. Is he really laying low in Thailand, though? Uh, not really, but, you know, I guess everybody has to figure it out for themselves. Does Provarin suppress fertility? Actually, no. It, 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 there's 40 studies or something showing that Provarin enhances fertility in subfertile men. I, I mentioned that in the steroids versus fertility video. I have all the citations in a document that you can download. So go watch that uh, video, which nobody watched. That's why I stopped making fertility videos, but uh, because I spent so much time on it. So, uh, yeah. Ah, here we go. One and two and you're in time out bye all right what's next i love putting in people in time out
It's my new favorite hobby. Yeah, so be careful. I might time you out for no reason. Why doesn't he take us to the bathroom to give us some ASMR? Yeah, I know. My, my peeing sounds are, um, I don't know, nightmare-inducing. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are silly as hell. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, it's all drug questions now. All right, this one is more interesting. Dutch friend took mushrooms with friends. Yes, they agreed to lock the house doors in case somebody had a bad trip. An hour later, his friend locked in the bathroom screaming, and they had to call the cops. Oh, no. <laughs> he locked himself in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that kind of shit's happened. So if you want to do trips with friends, make sure they're all mentally sound. Right? And men mentally sound people are all easy to recognize because they get their shit together. Right? Not pretending that they have their shit together and secretly don't have their shit together. Um, if you want to trip with a couple buddies, uh, make sure that everybody's in a good state of health, mentally, physically, and, uh, well, emotionally, right? Because otherwise you get shit like this, and then uh, not only does your friend go to jail, but everybody goes to jail because you're uh, high as fuck. So, yeah, do, do it smart. Another one, Jesus. Everybody's double posting uh, drug questions. Cut it out. Cut it out. Uranianite, Uranian, yeah, whatever. Ur uranium, Uranus. Yeah, Uranus. 81. Have you ever been to Cambodia? How is it there? Yes, I've been there twice. I've been to Angkor Wat, which was great. Uh, spent four days there, rented a uh, Songtao or Tuk Tuk, however you want to call it. And I drove around to all the um, ancient um, sites, including the ones that are very far out, like Cabal Span, Spin. Spoon, whatever, Cabal Spoon. Um, very far out, very interesting sites. Uh, some of them are completely uh, designed differently. Can't remember all of them off the top of my head. But it's, uh, Angkor Wat is very impressive. I didn't really like um, the city next to it. It was just like a tourist town, you know, a lot of drinking, a lot of bullshit. So I just woke up at six o'clock and uh, got the hell out of there and uh, you know, did my entire day at Angkor Wat and then I crashed. Uh, in the hotel room, the $5 hotel room. <laughs> and um, I went to Phnom Penh. Interesting. Went to the killing fields, shot some guns that were probably used in the war there. Um, the, the, you know, the, the local war, the, the, however that's called. And, um, you know, some AK-47s and some handguns and some M16s. And, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I went to uh, Koh Rong which is a beautiful island off the coast of Sihanoukville, which is uh, basically a party town like uh, Patia slash Phuket. A lot of prostitution is going on there, so be forewarned, unless you're into that stuff, right? Then Sihanoukville is on your, uh, you know, uh, the, the sex tourist trip list. But Koh Rong, at least in 2010, 2011, completely untouched. Widest beaches I've ever seen. Mad what? So white, uh, nowadays you would get hate for it. Yeah, very politically incorrect, but that's how white the beaches were, covered in sand flies. <laughs> so, I, of course, I was shaving my head when I was traveling, and uh, I put DEET everywhere, except for my head. So I walked, you know, one side of the island because there were no roads. Now, now there's an airport and a, a fuckload of roads, so it's 
spoiled, not untouched anymore, but it's spoiled. I mean, it's been 12 years, 13 years since I was there. Uh, I went there twice. That's how beautiful it was. So I walked, I walked along all these beaches and then, you know, you have a little cove and you have to walk around the beach or through the forest, a uh, ton of centipedes, very scary, very dangerous, personally rattlesnakes as well, but I didn't see those. So you walk for a day, then you come back and my entire head was stung by sand flies. I literally had blisters and all kinds of fucking goo and shit coming out of, out of my skull. So the next day I had to put deed on my face as well. Yeah, there was one beach was about... I can't remember if it was seven kilometers or 11 kilometers. He had a, a guest house at the start. I think it's called Love Beach. And at the end, that was, again, 13 years ago. So you had uh, two uh, guest houses or resorts at the beginning and the end and nothing in between. Nothing in between. So you walk, um, let's say, 500 meters, take all your shit off and just walk around naked. Yeah. I walked eight, yeah, let's, I think it was 11 kilometers. So I probably walked eight kilometers naked on the beach. The, the widest beaches you've ever seen to the point you have like glare the whole day. You, just, you have to walk around like this. That's how wide it is. Pristine, you have, you, you guys remember that, that, you know, that sand powder, um, you know, when you walk and it, you sink in it and you have that unique noise, that squeaky noise. I mean, legendary, dude. I got it all on camera. <laughs> I got it all on camera, too. Yeah, me walking around naked. So that, that footage will never um, find its way on the internet. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, that's cool shit I used to do when I was traveling. So Cambodia is great. Um, people are a little bit weird, though. Um, yeah, a little bit weird. I'll, I'll just leave it there. But... All that's uh, all that said. Uh, Cambodia is a great country for let's say a month. I would say a month to six weeks in Laos, up to three months in Vietnam. Vietnam is beautiful. I mean, that, that's got everything, just like Thailand. Maybe a month in Cambodia, and then uh, all the rest of the time in Thailand. Yeah, because Thailand is just uh, fun for days. Fun for days. All right. Well, then we went a little bit over time there. Ryan Crawford, are you a gun owner, Steve? No comment. Yeah, let's leave that ambiguous. Open for uh, uh, interpretation. How long have you been married? Uh, so eight years. Yeah, eight years. Yeah, so we passed that seven-year itch. Nothing happened at the seven-year mark, so I don't know what people are on about. But uh, just just feel each other out for a couple of years before you get married, you know? Don't be a dumbass and develop yourself as a personality. So we got married at the age of 32, 33, or, or give or take. It's not rocket science, you know? Develop yourself, become a full person, then settle with somebody who's also a full person, feel each other out for a couple of years, live together for a couple of years, go on a couple of holidays, go through uh, times of uh, financial crisis and, and financial success. And if you can survive all of that, then you can get married. And, uh, and then, you know, think about kids along the way. So. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Would you recommend visiting Thailand in February? Yes. But it does start to get hotter and hotter and hotter. 
and uh, you know, so keep that in mind. February is still okay. It's right after the 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 you know the busy season, the high season. So prices should come down a little bit, but uh, February is still fine, man. Yeah, just just keep in mind every day it gets like a degree hotter. <laughs> For, and then by March it's fucking hot. So yeah, come over, dude. Go to the gym. Cortex, what's up, Ryan? How have you been? Happy 40-year-old bro. Uh, looking good. Yeah, 40 is the new 32. I think it's the new 30, though. Yeah, I think it's... I think, I think, yeah. If I go on steroids, I'll look like a fat 40-year-old again. So maybe I should just stay 90 or at least off the testosterone. Well, I, I would like to have a little bit of testosterone. Yeah. So thanks, buddy. Good to see you again, Ryan. Hope everything is well. Oh, Lucian. Here we go. Can 500 milligrams of berberine with 750 milligrams apple cider vinegar be false immunity? Man, I just made a video about this <laughs> for the MK677 uh, insulin sensitivity video. So let's drop that tomorrow then. Uh, or maybe, may, no, 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 let's do it next week because Friday gets abysmal views and I don't want to waste the video on uh, when everybody's out drinking and partying. So let's uh, drop that next week. But yes. Uh, 500 milligrams of berberine and 750 milligrams apple cider vinegar before meals uh, can, uh, well, not be used as an insulin replacement, um, but it will certainly insulin sensitize you. So, you know, if you want to have more insulin secretion, look into vandal sulfate, which acts as an insulin mimetic. And then, of course, um, you know, GLP-1 receptor agonists promote insulin secretion in the presence of carbohydrates, assuming that your estradiol levels are sufficiently in range because estradiol also contributes to, uh, to glucose homeostasis. So, um, yeah, but, you know, there's nothing like insulin or IGF-1 for that matter. So no over-the-counter supplement, no matter how they market it as slim pills, it cannot replace actual insulin or IGF-1. So watch the MK677 and insulin sensitivity video will be dropping soon. You go to Thailand for April for Songkran. Yeah, Songkran is back. So it wasn't here for like two years or three years due to the pandemic, but now it's back. Last year was absolutely insane. So I stayed home because Songkran always makes me sick because uh, people use like the river water to splash each other. And uh, that's not very sanitary. So I've done a couple of Songkrans back in the day, um, you know, with your shirts like this, but unbuttoned and a little bit more flowery and there's some, uh, you know, swimming shorts. And then you have, you know, your camera and your phone and your money in this little waterproof bag. And then, uh, yeah, you get fucking hammered. <laughs> and start splashing girls. Yeah. Yeah, with, with water pistols, obviously. Right? The, the other splashing happens later. Um, but during the day, uh, somehow the, all the Thai girls, they wear white shorts and they have no bras on. So it's like the purge. But uh, without the murdering, <laughs> it's a perch with water guns. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, but expect to get sick. That's just uh, how it goes. All right. I guess we're running out of questions, huh? People are pissed that I don't answer the drug questions. <laughs> okay, let's see. Or did uh, did Streamyard finally throw in the towel? Oh no, where's where's some new stuff? All right, this is fun. Check bounce. Check check has all the good questions. A friend used to boast about never wearing a condom. I know, yeah. Dating a Russian girl for two months, then she moved in two weeks later. She fell pregnant. How embarrassing. He was embarrassed to tell us. Yeah, yeah, man. It, uh, the girl she just met uh, wear a condom. Yeah. 
even if you're on steroids just wear a condom you never know people lie about not having scds or hpv etc etc so just just condom up you know treat your dick like it's the most precious possession you have and when you do that you only stick it in women that are worthy and uh, women that are um, you know more sanitary you know women that shower before you have sex with them i got so spoiled dude when i went to thailand i was first time 23 right and then here all the girls shower so you go to i was in bangkok for no i was in bangkok for one day then i went to phuket patong like the worst place to go and man i was 23 dressing decently like girls were literally screaming in the streets <laughs> happened multitude of times i don't know why but they were screaming you know like look at this guy so probably like i oh, did look at this sucker fresh meat let's uh you know embezzle all of his money but which didn't happen but it didn't take much to take the girls home i'll tell you that and uh yeah but you just wrap it up wrap it up you know and then later on you realize when you go back home that none of the girls shower and then you get a little bit jaded and and you know you're like oh fuck, never mind you know so in, in holland after that i i, I barely <laughs> got busy because i just i was like fuck, i can get so much better <laughs> somewhere else and then you ask these girls to shower said hey we just you know a whole night dancing and drinking in the club where everybody's smoking and i feel a little bit dirtier than smoke and then you ask the girls, hey, let's jump in the shower, you know, let's clean up. And they're like, do you think I'm dirty? Are you, in, in Dutch, you say it a little bit different. So there's the lost in translation here, but it's something along the lines, do you think I'm dirty? And I just, I just walk out. <laughs> like, fuck this. <laughs> you don't want to shower? My dick is the king. I'm not going to stick it in. Goodbye. I just <laughs> go home. <laughs> Just go home. So you, you need to come to a point where you're so jaded about dating that um, you just want to settle down. Yeah. So, and don't, don't get women pregnant, right? Be careful. Oh, here, well, this is the one I wanted to answer. Sorry. Oh, I missed a couple super chats. Uh, much appreciated. Is there a question here? Remind me. Happy birthday, Steve. Quick question. What do what to recommend to control the premature ejaculation from a sensitive skin? Masturbation. Yeah. Yeah, that's the cure for sensitive skin. You know how many consultations I've had of guys that do no fap, no fap, and they're all premature ejaculators? <laughs> Imagine you, you pay me like $675 to help you. And after 20 minutes of talking, I tell you as simple as this, stop with the no fat bullshit, stop with the no, um, you know, semen retention, just jerk off for you to have a little bit of sensitivity loss that by the time you stick it in, uh, that you are properly desensitized to the point you can last for 20 minutes, you know, or 15 minutes, however long you prefer. This is the problem nowadays. There's no fop in this, uh, you know, uh, semen retention stuff. All these guys, when they finally stick it in, they come prematurely, you know. And otherwise, you use a condom that's a little bit thicker, you know. Don't don't start rubbing cocaine in your dick. <laughs> don't be like that. There's actually condoms out there with numbing cream. Um, I know. I never. Just change the angle. I mean, that, that's, when you have experience with sex, you you have a well. I'm not going to use hand gestures here, but. You have an angle where it feels really, really good. You have an angle where you feel a, lot, a little bit less, whether you use a condom or not. So hopefully that's the angle that gets her off. All right. So use the angle that gets her off. 
and then when she gets off and she came and she's you know you give her a lasting pleasure that uh, makes her come back for more um you know on the short uh, uh, quick blue call list and then you use your angle that gets you off right and if you time it right when you know the angle that gets you off you use the angle that doesn't get you off until she's almost ready to get off and then you use your angle hopefully that's the same angle that still gets her off and then you come at the same time this is how you stay married fucking noobies <laughs> do, yeah, do i need to be there physically <laughs> to show it to you to, you know and then everybody turns to a cuck for fuck's sake man you can't you can't you can't learn this online you have to live life you know god damn piss me off <laughs> uh my trt doc suggested to take okay uh, uh, alvaro note this we'll answer this uh, saturday yeah it's right there at the bottom pd so super chats will uh, will do in the next figure q a see you then use timestamps to get answers to your questions same for this one uh today i will provide be taken together uh, well, let's just answer that. The provider needs to be ta uh, take that out. Yeah, replace the provider for FSH. Watch all my fertility videos, and then you can have a uh, 550 yes, <laughs> 550 million sperm per one milliliter with good uh, morphology, good motility, and only 13% DNA fragmentation. Yeah, after 12 years of steroid use. Yeah, watch those videos. You'll be surprised. I got a dip. My girlfriend wants to cuddle. All right. Uh, I'd stick around for 30 minutes more, but she's moving. No, man, go do your thing. You're young and uh, and, and you've uh, put in your efforts well uh, well worth today. So uh, let's see. Steve, again, happy birthday. Thank you so much. See ya and hope there's no troublemakers in the chat. No, don't worry. I'll be, I'll be okay. So enjoy your cuddle. Make sure you use all the right angles and then uh, come at the same time. And then uh, definitely don't think about me when that's happening. <laughs> don't do it. You'll be ruined for life. Arnold Black, when OnlyFans from you, Steve? And it's already there. OnlyFans.com slash Vigorous Steve. Yeah, go have a look. And go have a look. It's free to join. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Jeez, jerk off two times before sex at least. I wouldn't be able to come, dude. <laughs> you know? No fap. <laughs> Whatever it takes, man. If you, if you need to jerk off once a week to keep the sensitivity down a little bit, and so be it. Fuck, just find a porn that, that you know, or, or fuck, use your fantasy. Um, find a porn that's as close to reality as you can find. Not Not this obscure shit. Not this dopaminergic shit, because then you, you know, you, you won't be able to get satisfied from real life anymore. But if you find some sort of POV angle that's similar to your girlfriend, and then by all means, man, just fucking go for it. People take, people take this shit way too serious. <laughs> and still not get laid. <laughs> I've been doing no fat for a year. And how often do you have sex? I haven't had sex for two years. <laughs> oh... What is this world coming to? Just go out there and live your life. Uh, what business do you do besides YouTube? Um, well, crypto, but that's not really a business. 
Now, I think I think the real business is is uh, like everything that revolves around the YouTube channel, right? So the consultations, the personalized advice by email. I still have a couple of mentorship clients, which I'm un unwinding by the end of the year. Um, I, I mean, you have the affiliates, the sponsors. Basically, the business of Vigorous Steve revolves on, around the YouTube channel because that's the best platform to market. I mean, I have, what is it? How many subscribers do I have or follow, followers on Instagram? I started my Instagram earlier, but I got like one third the following there, which is probably all the same as on YouTube. Yeah, 37,000 followers. So let's say 40% of my following is on Instagram. So shame on you if you're not following me there. I mean, I'm mad disappointed and you don't want Uncle Vigor Steve to be disappointed in you. So if you're not subscribed or not following on, uh, on Instagram yet, here it is, Vigor Steve, right? Show you quickly. Uh, so and we're almost at 100,000 uh, subscribers here. Um, so that's basically everything that's business revolves around YouTube. Then I still have a lot of importation and exportation of over-the-counter supplements to some of my um, over-the-counter supplements, nothing illegal guys, OTC from iHerbBodybuilding.com, um, you know, some other websites to uh, countries where I had clients in the past that are like the highest level, so the Mr. whatever, right? Mr. Myanmar, Mr. Bhutan, Mr. Mongolia, countries where importation is a little bit more difficult. So they send me some cash. I order all the supplements for them. And then at a markup, I send that uh, through them through a, uh, let's say, bypassing customs method that they have in place because they have so many connections because they're at the highest level of their local bodybuilding circuit. So I imported them here. I don't have to pay any import taxes. And then I ship that outwards uh, to other countries. So that's a side hustle. Come for good for a couple thousand dollars a month. Uh, but those orders come in every couple of months. So it's, it's a multi-thousand dollar order that uh or profit that i make and then you spread that out right Man, i have so many revenue streams you know I, I whenever there's an opportunity that's worth my time i make sure that i grab it <laughs> absolutely because there's no security that any revenue stream or income stream is long lasting i mean i could lose all my sponsors i could lose my consultations I, I you could lose every revenue stream can dry up right so i make sure i have a multitude of revenue streams i have i have a fuckload and then you put it all together and, and some make like $10, some make $50, some make several thousand dollars and you put it all together at the end of the month and then and then everything is pretty, pretty good. And then it's up to me not to spend all of that and then put it into assets that appreciate, right? So you set yourself up for even more financial freedom to the point you don't have to work. You just manage your assets and then you can kind of kick back and not have to be a, a part of the to toxic YouTube community. Even though the audience is great, that the YouTubers might be mad toxic. I mean, how many videos has Greg Doucette made about me? <laughs> I never watched any of them. <laughs> no way. All right, let's see. A lot of drug questions again. We'll save that for the vigorous Q&A, guys. All right, check bound. Just signed up to follow you on Instagram. All right, well, you don't have to go to that extreme of a route, but uh, much appreciated nonetheless. Favorite sweet tooth cheat meal? Man, it just varies week to week. I just eat what I feel like. Um, yeah, favorite cheat meal. I mean, I like I still, I like I like a good hamburger. I like a good steak. I like good sushi. Uh, I like, uh, you know, one donut or two donuts. I s split them down the middle so I can share with my wife. I like some ice cream. I like this basic shit, man. 
sometimes you feel like Mexican food, you know, and then you have to suffer the consequences, or my wife has to suffer the consequences the same day and the next day, because Mexican food makes me mad farty. Um, Marty, farty McFly, <laughs> basically. So yeah, I, let's just say I like food. That's why I'm never shredded. Yeah, that's why I need something like Trizepida to really get the fat off, because I just fucking like to eat. How long Uncle Steve studies per day? Uh, let's say two, three hours. Yeah, two or three hours per day, five days a week. Yeah, and then, you know, that goes in between just interpreting the studies and then making videos about it. And, and sometimes you need to study multiple days just to have a five-minute segment because you need to make sure that the information is correct, especially if it's something new. So, yeah. Yeah, I study a lot. I study more than, uh, than fun activity, but studying is fun. Enriching one's mind. Uh, I've studied so much that I realized that most of the scientific evidence is kind of full of shit also. There's <laughs> a lot of horse shit out there, I'll tell you that. Yeah, and still, all these educators like to, uh, you know, this study performed on, you know, 1975 on elderly females that didn't take performance-enhancing drugs. We extrapolate the data so we can make better decisions regarding our performance-enhancing drug journey. Okay, then. Okay, then. Yeah. Exter experience beats science every single time. But you can use the science to enhance your experience. Right? But most people just hide behind the science and then uh, because they lack experience. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, what can you do? What can you do? Burgers or pizza for the rest of your life? What would you choose? Uh, hamburgers for sure. Yeah, hamburgers for sure because you have more protein and more vegetables than pizza. And all the protein on pizza, even a five meat pizza, uh, doesn't have as much protein for the amount of calories that you eat uh, compared to hamburgers. And remember, kids, when you have hamburgers, doesn't mean you have to take fries at sight. And you can have hash browns, which is basically the same thing, or just a baked potato or a salad. You can have a salad alongside your hamburger also. Have you had crumble cookies? Uh, my girlfriend put me on, I don't want to stop. Uh, are those available in Thailand? If so, uh, send me a link on Instagram. I, I do love my cookies. Yeah, I had cookies last Sunday. I thought, what was it called? Man, I can't remember. Was it M Quartier? So I had like three cookies on Sunday. And I was like shitting oil for like three days. I don't know how much butter they put in there. They were good though. But fine, like fucking like liquid shits for like three days. <laughs> oh, 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 here we go. Steve, have you ever tried Mario water? Is that like code for ghb <laughs> what is this code for <laughs> please clarify mario water have i played super mario sunshine yes i have <laughs> in thailand you have happy water it's ghb mixed with all kinds of other shit it doesn't sound appealing to me at all again i don't touch that shit anymore that phase is behind me what kind of burger do you like uh, a gourmet hamburger in a restaurant so not the one that's fast food that you get from the window, right? You have to pull up with your car and then, uh, you know, you get it from the window or it's, you know, produced in, in one of those sliders. Now, I want a gourmet hamburger with unique ingredients uh, that is prepared with love and sanitation and care in mind, um, almost to the point it would get a Michelin star. And yes, I've ate at the, I think it was a Michelin star. Gordon Ramsay hamburger, does it have a Michelin star? Not sure. But that was a mad good hamburger, the one I had in uh, Las Vegas. Yeah. 
Yeah, we had it twice. Yeah, there we go. Did you use did you use GHB? Yeah, I, dude, I've used every recreational drug on the planet besides uh, heroin because uh, pain before pleasure. I don't know. This is really and it's it's mad addictive. So, but yes, I've used GHB, MDMA, LSD, mushrooms, fuck, amphetamines, coke, all that shit, dude. When I was younger, yeah, yeah, good times. <laughs> Good times. Like I always said, you have to live a life uh, over, um, full, fully. So, but I did it all in moderation. All in moderation. Never crazy. Never had a blackout. Never OD'd. Never had to go to the hospital. Never had a friend tell me like, hey, are you okay? I always remained my composure and made sure that I was well informed of what I was putting in my body. Yeah. So nothing, you know, plenty of crazy stories, but never to the point that you would be concerned. Yeah. Your life advice to a 25-year-old. Um, use the timestamps to skip to earlier parts. And then uh, there's plenty of life advice there. It's an earlier part of this live stream. Where would you recommend a 90-day bodybuilding vacation in Thailand? Um, I mean, Phuket, Bangkok... Padia, that's pretty much it. Samui is nice, but you don't have all the uh, um, you know facilities, amenities that you would need as a bodybuilder. But the nightlife is there, the gyms are there, the, the restaurants are there, you know. So, yeah, and, and you know, uh, maybe maybe Chiang Mai, but you might get harassed by some old fart with a, a neck that comes to here and starts talking about safer use models. Um, gives you unsolicited advice and it says they have to sign up for some sort of master class for $50 a month, you know, to learn more. <laughs> so don't go to Chiang Mai. <laughs> don't go there. Otherwise you get harassed by people who look not as good as you do. <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean, it depends on what you like, man. Do research about Patty, do research about Phuket, Bangkok. Uh, if you stay longer than 90 days, all roads lead to Bangkok. Um, that, or at least that's what most people say. You know, Patty is fun for a while. Phuket is fun for a little bit longer, in my opinion. Samui is, let's say, in between Patty and Phuket, regarding how uh, much fun you can have for a period of time. But most serious people, they move to Bangkok eventually because most of the serious people are here. Uh, less of the toxicity. Um, you know, Phuket and uh, Patty can be quite toxic. Regarding the people there, again, more degenerates, I would say. A lot more prostitution, a lot more people that uh, love to, uh, you know, be surrounded by prostitutes. So, and again, you know, if that's your life, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's usually a certain people that eventually start uh, weighing you down, I would say. So, Bangkok is the place to be. And Bangkok also requires more financial security. And more people here are serious. We, I think I talked about this with uh, Aaron in the previous uh, Muscle Nomads. So I give that one a watch. I'll try Phuket uh, or Bangkok most likely. Just try both. Dude, just try both. I mean, it's non-exclusive. You can fly into Bangkok or you, you can do, like Phuket is an international airport. So you get like a multi-city uh, uh, trip, whatever airplane, you, your airline, you go to Phuket, you fly into Thailand in Phuket or Bangkok, and then you take a domestic flight with Thai Airways 
uh, not Air Asia. That's scary as hell nowadays. So uh, Bangkok Airways, Thai Airways, you know, a little bit more upper class where you pay a little bit more money, but it'll be well worth it. And then you fly uh, from Phuket to Phuket, uh, from Phuket, not from Phuket to Phuket, unless you want to do the Mile High Club uh, circling. That's, that's, I think that's available in Phuket. Right? If you know, you know. So you go from Phuket to Bangkok or uh, Bangkok to Phuket and you fly out from wherever you end up. And then uh, come uh, come join us at the Muscle Factory. Do a little uh, pharmacy run. You know, enjoy yourself. And then you, uh, you come back home and you realize that the Western world or wherever you come from is kind of trash and then you're going to move here. <laughs> Just like so many others. Tolga, what's up, bro? How are you enjoying the United States? I'll see you in November. And then in December, you're coming here, right? Tolga is like me. He uh, he married an Amazonian goddess and never looked back. <laughs> yeah, smart. Rocco King, advice for stopping paralysis by analysis. Uh, not paralysis by anal, that's something entirely different. But if you're giving, then you don't have to worry about that. It's getting like the dad jokes are coming out. Uh, sometimes I feel like I don't live, appreciate the moment enough or focus on what I'm doing because of it. Um, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. Sometimes you just got to revel in your accomplishments. But I'm, I'm not the kind of guy to kind of guy to do that as well. So. I usually need a holiday to get myself out of the, you know, the routine. So when I went to Japan, you know, you sit down, you kind of unwind, talk with my wife for a couple of hours in a nice place. And uh, and then you kind of appreciate right? and then you go right back. And then, you know, like you can you can research as much as you can, like per, uh, about the subject of paralysis by analysis. You can research as much as you can. But at one point you have to execute. And when you execute, there should be no doubt that you're doing it. Or at least give yourself enough time to execute and don't reflect on it until you have some tangible evidence or results to reflect on it and make further adjustments. So don't spend all your time analyzing. At one point, you got to, you know, cut the rope, if that's the right way to say it, and just execute. And then through execution, you gain knowledge. And then you realize that all the analysis that you did previously, only 50% of that was correct. And the other 50% you get through experience. And again, sometimes you just got to, you know, throw in the towel and say, fuck this, I'm out. And then you do something entirely different. But we'll cover that in the entrepreneurial deep dive where I give you uh, breaks. So what are uh, cliff notes? Uh, you take breaks while you're cooking foods. You take a power nap. Um, you uh, take half a day off on your Sunday. You take a, a long weekend every month. You take a power holiday. That's a quick holiday uh, for five to seven days every three months, twice a year. And then a proper holiday that's like two weeks to four weeks uh, once per year, right? That's how you reel it back in and learn to appreciate your accomplishments in between. And it also means you have limited time to accomplish stuff because you... Um, you know, because you have to take a step back sometimes and spend some time with the fucking family. Because <laughs> whoop de doo it's Thursday evening, 2 o'clock in the morning, and I'm spending time with you guys when I could be banging my wife. Actually, I did that the first thing last, uh, yeah, not 24 hours ago. As soon as the, the bell struck 12, uh, I was on a mission to inseminate on my birthday. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Uh, you're going to get a lot more dad jokes out of me today. 
I'll be there in February. Okay, make sure you don't come too late because uh, February is mad hot. Sebastian, I can't wait for Blonde Steve. I have no, uh, no, uh, <laughs> no incentive to fucking grow my hair out. Yeah, but Blonde Steve did look good. I will tell you that. And then, of course, you have uh, the token asshole that said Blonde doesn't match you. I said, dude, you don't have to fuck me. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter what you think. It doesn't matter what you think. You know, these people, dude. Th those are toxic people. The, 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 yeah, I'm keeping it real with you. No. No, you're trying to bring me down to your bullshit level. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. If I want to dye my hair blonde, let me. You don't have to fuck me. My wife has to fuck me. So, shut the fuck up. Just do blonde eyebrows like Brent Swanson. Jeez, that guy looks like the villain from um, uh, Fist of the North Star. I mean, his fucking head. All right, all he needs is like ZZZ. <laughs> you guys remember Fist of the North Star? That's all he needs. And then uh, Tiny Kenshiro comes up and he starts like pressing the nerves, you know? And then uh, his head explodes. Yeah. Brent Swanson is a fucking unit, though. I love that guy. And he, and he married well. Yeah. Autumn Swanson and Brent Swanson. That's a one hell of a power couple. Fuck, there's so much muscle in that household. Uh, that's enough muscle for um, an entire football team. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Do you think it's worth to up the cycle on 500 uh, tests uh, to one gram? Yes. 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 If you're stagnating, then yes. Yeah. If you're just doing for the fun of it, for experimentation purposes, then also yes. Um, but there needs to be a reason. So uh, I, I've increased from 250 to 500 to 750 to a gram to one and a half to two grams, which in reality was two and a half grams. And I uh, yeah, had a good time. You're still going? Yeah, there's still 115 people in the chat. I'm still getting super chats. Um, I'm having a good time, and my uh, Gorilla Mind energy drink is still working. So why not keep going for another 15 minutes? You go home. Steve, I made the gym and saw the notification. Just saw the notifi notification. Jeez, yeah, well, okay, Cogn cognition is declining, clearly. Just wanted to drop by and say happy birthday. Thank you very much. Now continue workout and do the next set all the way to failure and beyond. Make it count. I command you because I don't take sets of failure anymore because I'm off the PEDs. Um, <laughs> yes. Do you remember the videos with the dirty PT one for one 10 happened and you mentioned it on Mark Bell podcast. Yeah. So if you go back like three years, I think it's the time where I switched from uh, the, the, the green couch to this studio. I took like a week off and I built this studio by myself. Um, you know, with all the, the lights around it. And um, you know what? I was so dirty tent. I took like one milligram PT1 for one uh, for libido purposes every single day. And yeah, sex every day, hands down. But I got a nasty tan. And, and since I don't really go out tanning, and, and the pollution in Bangkok is terrible anyway, so all the UV, AB uh, radiation is not really going through. Um, so you don't really get a tan in Bangkok, and then you move to Pattaya, and you get uh, you know crazy tan with the same clouds. But the pollution here is just terrible. So I got like this muddy tan, 
And you can clearly see it in the videos where I still had the white background and the green couch. But then when I changed to this uh, setup, I was a little bit less tanned. But I, I didn't have these lights yet. I think I was using a little bit less light. So now I uh, have these two studio lights, which um, make me look very, very young and very pale, uh, even though I'm this pale in real life also. And then people tell you to get a tan. And my answer to that, as usual, is you don't have to fuck me. It doesn't matter if I have a tan or blonde hair or no hair or, uh, you know, just take me as I am. Yeah, not, not literally, obviously, you know, just appreciate me for who I am right now. Please, <laughs> for fuck's sake. We're going to get demonetized for sure. So much fucking and uh, Jesus fucking Christ and, and swear words. But that's okay, man. Not all videos have to be monetized. Uh, let's see, Matt, how much have you seen the risks and rewards increased from doing so? Doing what? I forgot your question. Let's, let's go back to the previous one. I got too, too many drug questions, dude. Read a fucking like banner at the bottom. What are the risks and the rewards? Are you new, are you new to performance-enhancing drugs? All right, increased blood pressure, potential for increased hair loss, potential for increased acne, uh, potential for increased uh, gynecomastia, and all can be managed if you just watch the videos on this YouTube channel. So, yeah, do your research and uh, and you'll figure it out. What? Michael Hearn is turning in a movie being shown here in Prague, a sci-fi film festival called Divinity, produced by uh, Sodenberg. Fuck, I love Sodenberg. Is that true? Sonnenberg, IMDb. You know, the older I get, the more I can appreciate uh, Michael Hearn. Uh, of course, he's not natural, but I mean, he's old. He still looks good. 5.9 rating on IMDb. Earning that shit? Scott Bakula is in there. So that's good. Yeah, Michael Hearn as Rip Pierce. Fuck, making it to Hollywood. Good, good on him. Good on him. Yeah, the older I get, the more I can appreciate. But um, yeah, he will take his performance enhancing drug use to the grave. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, the eternal natty that is Michael Hearn. Hey, if it's Sodenberg and there's a bodybuilder in it, bet all of your testicles. I will watch it, and I'll let you guys know if the movie is good. But if it's Sodenberg, it's good. All, all Sodenberg movies are good. And it's got Bacula. I mean, what more do you want? Right. It's been a long road. Uh, intro of Star Trek uh, Enterprise. Or Enterprise. Without the Star Trek in front of it. Fuck, that was a good series. Got discontinued, though. Still, still a better love story than Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> what a travesty. Star Trek Strange New Worlds. That is, that is, that is my Star Trek. Yeah, that is fucking good. That is fucking good. Different episodes, you know. Every episode is a little bit different. And uh, I love that. I love, the second season was great. Yeah. Jing John, super sticker. Thank you. All right, there's a question attached. All right, let's see. Uh, God. All right. <laughs> Alvaro, make a note. We'll answer this. On Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, guys, you, you got to read. We'll do the PED questions uh, on Saturday. 
Saguesat. Happy birthday, Steve. I probably butchered that, but that's the best I can do. Happy birthday, Steve. Been watching you for about two years from Iceland with love. Iceland, man. I would love to visit there, though, one day. Yeah. And I should go in winter, but I hate the fucking cold. Anyway, do some exploring for me and let me know how it is. <laughs> Let's see. Marathon man. My neighbor apparently has some people over. Sounds like they're partying. Uh, if they don't stop, I'm going to go knock on their door. I need to work tomorrow. It's almost 10.30 p.m. here in Finland. Yeah. But you know what you do? You just knock on the door and you stand there. You don't say anything. But make sure you go in your pajamas. <laughs> and you just stand there like this. Uh, like... You bring your pillow and you're like... Yeah, can I please, you know, or at least invite me in so I can, you know, take all the hot chicks that are in the kitchen, you know, mix drinks, take one home, and then, uh, you know, take all the hotties from the party. Probably already liquored up properly, so it should be an easy, easy win. Spank my goat. <laughs> Whatever you say, dude. Have you been watching the Ahsoka show? Yeah, I watched it yesterday. Uh, I think it's great so far. It's kind of building up. Um, I like that Anakin is back. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, and uh, yeah, let's see Let's see what uh, happens to this Balin character because the actor apparently passed away right after filming Ahsoka. So um, I, wanted, I really want to know what they're going to do with, uh, you know, the duo with the character and i thought all the jedi was dead were dead but apparently there's still plenty of jedi uh, running around in the galaxy even after um you know apparently all of them were killed in order 66 albeit that uh, ahsoka is no longer jedi right but she walked away so i i like it i like uh, ahsoka so far and um i liked uh andor that was a, that was a good heist like you have like four episodes um, and then it kind of switches and then four more episodes and then what was it 10 or 12 episodes so you have like three story arcs over a multitude of episodes and um yeah the the, the other stuff i didn't really like so much <laughs> so it, i guess it kind of depends on uh, the director but dave filoni is uh, doing a good job so far yeah i never got into the cartoons or the animated series but i, I heard it was good so i like ahsoka yeah, i like sci-fi in general yeah, especially hard sci-fi, you know, with some life-changing uh, things. What are the most life-changing books you've read? I don't really read books, to be honest. I know I should, but I like the medium that is YouTube or movies. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I don't really read books. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I will read that uh, new book that uh, Brian Johnson just uh, released. Yeah. It was Johnson? Not... Fuck, is it Brian Johnson? Yeah, Brian Johnson. <laughs> he just released a new book. You can download it from his Instagram page. It's like 160 pages. I'll give that one a read. Yeah. Kenny, it is impossible to commit no mistakes and still lose. That is not a weakness. That is life. Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Everybody's online tv dad yeah yeah the picard i couldn't get into the third season was okay but you know star trek uh, the next generation uh, season two to seven great first season was a bit slow <laughs> but 
Still good. Yeah, Jean-Luc Picard. I looked. I learned a lot from that guy. Yeah. What was that quote? Uh, the blah, 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 and Tanagra at... Uh, <laughs> what was it? That's the best quote from Star Trek. Tanagra... Uh, I probably can't find it. No, not tin, Trinidad, man. Google. Star <laughs> Star Trek. T T and G quote. Tanagra. Dumrock and Jalat at Tanagra. <laughs> you have t-shirts of that shit, and it looks like some sort of dance festival. <laughs> Yeah, if you know, you know, man. That was a great episode. How you, how do you communicate with, with when the universal translator doesn't work? Go travel for a year and you'll figure it out. Yeah, I went to China and I couldn't speak any Chinese, so you just communicate with hand gestures and gang signs and uh, and emojis, real life emojis, and you'll figure it out. Yeah, too bad the, that that character died though. Spoilers: Darmok and Jalat at Tanagra. Yeah, it appears in some t-shirts <laughs> where it means working together. And there was indeed excellent the watch. Is there a Watchmen TV series? Holy shit. Is, I didn't know that. Watchmen TV series. When, would, when did that air? With Jeremy Irons? Holy shit. All right, we're going to cut this live stream short. <laughs> I'm going to watch the Watchmen. Is that finished? 2019? What the fuck? How? I didn't know about that. How many episodes? One season. Nine episodes. Oh, I know I'm going to watch this weekend. <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't know there was a series. All right. Much appreciated, bro. You are the GOAT. I know we're super chats. Let's uh, wrap it up. What compound do you recommend for OMAT fasts? A terzepidite. Yeah, I'll keep the appetite at bay. Yeah, that I would definitely recommend. And otherwise, just the eat, eat ketogenic meals on uh, one meal per day. So you have a big fat meal of steak and, uh, you know, some mixed nuts and maybe a little side serving of salmon and some vegetables. And then you're in a ketogenic state, and then the appetite should be suppressed because, uh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Damrock and Jalad at Tanagra. True Detective, I watched the first two seasons. The third one I couldn't really get into, but the first two seasons were great. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up, guys. I think uh, ASCP, it's uh, only 100 people in the chat. And we've gone on for two hours and 30 minutes. Uh, thanks for all the birthday wishes. You guys are freaking awesome. I'll give you a frontal bicep in my, uh, it's almost going to split in my, what is it, uh, clothes that looks like uh, newspaper. That's all I can afford. <laughs> Fish and chips in newspapers. A foundation. Yes. Two seasons. Fucking legendary. But you need a brain to uh, to follow it. Uh, C-Bum or Arnold? Uh, I would say Chris Bumstead. 
Yeah, way more appealing, pleasing physique. But yeah, foundation is great. Give it a watch. But without a brain, you probably won't get it. <laughs> so you need a brain first. Um, so yeah, let's wrap it up, guys. Thanks for all the birthday wishes. I wish you all a very nice uh, weekend uh, in advance because weekend starts, uh, well, Friday, basically. So um, my weekend, no, no, I still have to record videos. Fuck. And do consultations. Uh, fuck my life. So uh, I'll see you guys Saturday. We'll answer all of the drug questions on Saturday. Hopefully the timestamps the guy, Mr. Alvaro JD legend. Uh, can get all the questions out the door. We'll answer that in the beginning. Sorry, I didn't want to do that today, but it's my fucking birthday after all. Give me a fucking break, okay? <laughs> so, peace out. We'll see you guys Saturday uh, for another live stream over here in the Vigor Steve YouTube channel as a 40-year-old. Uh, yes. See you guys soon. Take care and be good, okay? Be good. That's how you uh, reach internal zenness. All right, peace.